Hello. Happy Monday, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well today. Oh, I don't black it out enough. <laughs> Welcome to DWB Show Episode 10. Woo! 10, guys. What the heck? We're not hold playing. On, hold on. We're not. Oh, oh it's not oh. on. There we go. <laughs> we're uh we're not playing around anymore. It's a real deal now. <laughs> Episode 10. <laughs> I'm Joe, and joining me are my co-hosts, Matt up, guys? and Darren. Hello. This is being broadcast live on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Show, And the recorded version will also be uploaded to YouTube in the next couple of days. Just search for Dudes with Beards podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at DWB Show. And the audio version of our podcast can be found on Podbean and iTunes, Google Play, Podcasts, Spotify, by searching with Dudes with Beards podcast. So... I think any pretty much any of the major podcasting platforms you'll be able to find us now, which is awesome. Yes, and uh, some exciting news, guys. I mean, I think I think episode ten, yeah, pretty, that's exciting, pretty exciting, right? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, ten look, of these. Look, but look how far it's come. You know, from uh, just doing everything with Zoom on your phone. Hey guys, to, <laughs> how's it going? To uh, actual professional uh, <laughs> podcasting Good equipment Lord. in our own little studio. Ed- and um, we now have, let me switch over, make sure this is displaying correctly. Yes. So now we have, uh, our website is now live. So if you go to dwbshow.com, um, that'll take you to our landing page. And it's just a page for our links, right? So you've got um, our podcast link. And then I have down at the bottom just a, a link out to our YouTube uh, latest video, which is episode nine currently, soon to be ten. So if you don't want to have to remember all those different social media links, um, if you, you should already be following us, but you know if you don't want to have to remember all that, just go to dwbshow.com and you'll be able to link out and take it. It'll take you out to all of those directly. And we might have uh, stickers available soon. Oh yeah, uh, it'll be the Matt. It'll be that logo right there with uh, dwbshow.com underneath of it. So you can put it on your vehicle or and wrap us out a little bit if you want to. Yeah, and I'm do it. I was just talking to Matt before you got here, Darren. I'll probably update the merch. So this is one of our other shirts that me and Darren have on the trio shirt. Yep. Um, I'll probably put dwbshow.com like right on the on back, back or on the sleeve or something. So um, we'll be updating that merch soon. So look out for that as well. Um, but outside of that, episode ten, man. Wow. I know. We uh, very exciting. We will be talking about today. We have um, five episode or five uh, links, rather uh, five uh, topics. Uh, the first one's going to be the thirteen billion dollar USS Gerald R. Ford naval ship. <laughs> it's thinks, ridiculous, yeah. man. Um, NASA's Dawn probe orbiting uh, Ceres. Yes, uh, discovers a salty crust, which could be indicative of a. Uh, maybe a, used to have a, a water or water, a water or a lake or, or I guess it'd be ocean if it's salty, but yes. you don't know yet, I guess. The uh, Tesla auto bidder real-time trading control platform, that was based off of like an energy trading or something. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. The Model Y mega casting. So we've got some uh, updates coming to the Model Y production line. And then lastly is the Tesla begins construction on the world's largest battery storage facility. That's so crazy. The, I think the first one, is or, in Australia. Or, and is that the only one right now? Uh, mm-hmm. no. Or is there some other ones? I thought there was another one. I no, thought they there were was talking too. about building another one yeah. in 
But it's an article. We'll, we'll scan over it in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So those are our, our five topics. And because it's episode 10, we also wanted to do something special. So um, I don't know, about, probably about a month or so ago, I bought um, the Crucial Bar. The Crucial Bar from uh, Jeff uh, um, Chastain, uh, his mask products. So uh, this is it right here. It's the wireless version. There is a wired version. I think there's a wired version, a wired pro version, and then the uh, the wireless Cord, cordless, rather. Not wireless. Yes, and the, and the pro version just has a longer cord, basically. Was it? Yeah, that, yeah, that was the to... only. It, it was more for the stylist to to, to have when I you gotcha. watch that video he, he posted. So yeah, it's nice, and we've we've got it preheated. It's got three settings. Uh, Darren can show this. Um, we've got a close up cam coming. Yes, that. because if you can notice, my beard's a little yeah. unkempt right now because <laughs> I knew we were going to be doing this. So. I mean, I've been using it on mine but mine's not as long as darren's so mine still wants to curl up underneath because it's just not trained and it needs to be longer i think it does a really good job of straightening on my cheeks and chin but it still wants to curl up underneath and i've got to kind of till, still train that so i want to see i'm interested to see what it does on yes because darren's but even um, mine curls up it's pretty long yeah but just some info on this um let me switch back over to the website real quick yeah here it is right here and I don't think I, I don't think I thought I got it on sale or something. I don't yeah, remember paying you, well, that much it's for sold it. Out. Yeah, it's sold yeah, out. I, I think mean, I paid one twenty for it. But um, I mean, and it's wait for it to come up here. But yeah, so it's got three settings: um, three sixty, three hundred sixty degrees, three hundred eighty degrees, and four hundred. So I've been Ooh. using it on four hundred. Um, and it also has a little slide lock switch, so when you turn it off, you can lock it so it doesn't accidentally come on. Then it has a micro USB-C, comes with a micro USB-C cable for charging. What? Um, did not come with the charging adapter, the brick. So oh, I had to, I mean, you can plug it into any USB. Right, they, they said that on there that, that everybody yeah. has one, so they weren't worried about it. Yeah, that. and it's, you know, saves on product, probably saves on product packaging mm-hmm. and things like that. So. And who doesn't have you know, 30 power bricks laying around. Right. <laughs> but you can never find one when you need it. I just, I had one up for my toothbrush and one for my, my beard trimmer. Toothbrush? You got electric toothbrush? Yeah. Man, you're fancy. It was, it was prescribed electric toothbrush. Whoa. Because I had periodontal disease, so I had to get that. You got yeah. Sonicare? Uh, no, no, it's just a, uh, you had, you had, Philip, t- it's a, it's not a Phillips, it's the Oral-B. Uh, Oral-B. Pterodactyl? <laughs> But before we before we get into the uh, the actual uh, uh, topics, yeah, we, Darren was going to demonstrate the Crucial Bar Pro uh, cordless. I'll get it. I'll get it right one of these times, right? Um, like I said, uh, you know, hopefully, I think I think it'll be a little bit better on his beard because his is much longer than mine. Yeah, I'm curious to see what um, it does because my uh, twenty dollar one from China doesn't work very well. <laughs> Oh, did you you do have one? You yeah. had like a little. Yeah, was it like for, on Am- you got it on Amazon or something? Uh, I think it was some Facebook ad, and it was like twenty dollars. And I was like, "Cool, I'll just get it." And then it took like eight weeks to get here because it came from uh, Shenzhen, China. <laughs> I was like, because you don't know where you're buying this stuff from. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, yeah, you don't know where stuff's gonna come from. So, so. yeah, I was kind of disappointed in it. Cool. So we have. Um, Hopefully, we don't have any technical difficulties with our our new, well, not new. I mean, it's a Logitech uh, webcam, but uh, we've got it set up so Darren can do a close-up here. So, for his video close-up debut, I bring you 
Darren. Look there at that. Go. Look at that sexiness. Man, that, look at how much that thing's just sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here you want to you want to kind of show that off. Um, yeah, I'll show it off. I'm going to take my headphones off so I can't really hear, but yeah. So here it is. Yeah, so you got the there's um. The lock. Yep, there's the lock right there, and then and you've got the three degree settings. Um, so I don't know and if you, you guys you, can you, see that. That's on the 400. Yeah. And then the. You got 380 and 360. And then 360. Yeah, I can barely so, read that. I don't know if you can read it. It's like same the same color. And, and it's really at the four hundred. I mean, I can hold my hand here, and it's not like burning, burning me. And I did put a little bit of beard oil in before I came, but I left my pretty much. I just rubbed the beard oil in and left my beard the way it was. So. Yeah, and then um, it, you do have to hold the hold the button down for a couple of seconds to turn it on and off. So it's just you know it's not going to go on and off just right. by touching it. So. It it, it just, takes about two it minutes. Just changes, it yeah, just changes. Yeah, if you, heat settings. yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good point. And you see, see, that's what it does when it's heating up. And it takes about so for four hundred, it takes about two minutes. But it should be close to there right now. Oh yeah, I mean you're not. I mean you just barely changed it, so it's not going to cooled off that quick. So, all right, here we go. We'll see what we'll see what this transformation looks like. This is going to be hard because I want to see it. You but. can look right. Oh, you because you're looking at that. Uh, yeah. And I've got a uh, a beard comb and a regular comb. If he wants to use that as well, already you can already tell. Yeah, I did straighten what? it out, dude. I'm telling you, man. Oh my god! <laughs> I should have combed this because now, I Liz, you better watch out. You want to? You can comb. Them ladies is gonna be coming after Darren now. I don't use <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever. Look how. Oh Whatever. my god! So, not done. Done. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a. Uh, everything's backwards, so it's hard to grab. <laughs> That's amazing. Look how much longer. Look how know. much longer that it did just by. That's crazy. That was just like a like a swipe and a half. Yeah, I usually do like three or four times, and then I'll just kind of like shape it and brush it in. And I and like Darren said, I usually put a, like a little bit of beard oil in too. Maybe. Well, that just keeps from damaging your. Yeah, it keep it from the heat, I guess, and I think it helps a little bit too. Look at so. that. Oh yeah. Just look at it. <laughs> Would you, look, look, would you just look at just that? Just look at that. Just look at it. So what, what beard oil are you using today? Uh, mine was Choice Beard. Choice? But I don't know. So the last time I bought from them, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. The last time I bought from them, uh, it was like usually he sends like in a week. And it was like three weeks. And I emailed him and emailed him and nothing. So finally, I just went to PayPal and, and did Got it. Got it on and, there. And, and. And, you know, he sent me my money. Then he sent me the stuff the next day. So, you know, I mean, I understand people get busy. You run a, a business out of your house or yeah. whatever. But just send me an email and say, hey. Yeah, just communicate. This is what's going on. I'll get you. And Yeah, just, just some communication. So I haven't bought from them since I bought that last one. Mm -hmm. And I got it for free. So, I mean, kudos to him. But I don't know if he's still doing it or not because I haven't been back to their yeah. site. So. Mm. I, I've been using the Honest Amish. I just get it off Amazon. Um, it's like, uh, it doesn't really have a, much of a scent to it. It's just kind of a neutral. Hey. What? What? Dudes with beards. Beard oil. There we go. <laughs> Hook us up. Somebody uh, that makes beard oil. I get, we could probably make, I'm sure we could formulate something. Yeah, we'll have to get a hold cool. of Aaron. I mean, he knows how to, he, he's got hookups for formulating stuff like that. Yeah, Aaron Hayes, this is a call out. <laughs> we need help we making need, a we beard need help oil. Making some beard oil. 
Look at that. See, you could see that's a good thing too. You could straighten it, it'd be easier to trim that way yeah. too. I'm I'm trying to do this. Dude, looking I think in the he camera. just he gained like three inches on his beard already. Hey, three if inches. only it was that easy. <laughs> Hold on now. This is a family friendly uh Hey, show. we're talking about beards here. Oh, okay. I want to bring it out too. I think I just switched my yep, I just switched again. I, and I did charge it. It says it'll last about 40 minutes on a full charge. Wow. So I this is only the second time I've charged it. I charged it, and I've used it probably five or six, no, probably like half a dozen times or so um, since All I right. got it, and then I'm recharged sure it. I'm tired of uh, looking at my ugly face. No, oh, man. So now you got to kind of shape it at the bottom. Jesus, look at that. Kind of kind of shape it in and make it go to a point. All right, that's amazing. Oh, let me turn this thing off. I think I'm... And then lock it. What do you think, everybody? Yeah, now you just need to trim it. Yeah, I do need to trim. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just crazy how how good it works. I was I was impressed. <laughs> Key said, "LMAO, stroke that beard, big boy." <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I was I, I was I was I I figured it would probably work better on yours, being. Look at how long my beard longer. is. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Just from straightening it, how much yeah. extra I got. But, you know, you see all the stragglies now. Now it's easy. Yeah, that's what I do is I straighten it, and then I just take the trimmers and kind of shape it up a little bit. And Because uh, mine, like, mine's like yours. It's a little bit curly when it uh, most of the time. So, yeah. Got a little flare. Maybe I'll have to be like Jeremy Steers and just uh, put, put it a in little, a little. Uh, yeah. Cause, well, his is massive. But. Yeah, his is pretty long. And it feels so much smoother now, too. Yeah, it does. It softens it up a little bit, wow. I think, when you add the heat to it. I mean, women know this, right? I mean, right. they're using yeah. that stuff on their hair all the time. So I tried to use Elizabeth's straightener one time. That didn't work out too well. <laughs> one of the ones that it's like the yeah, clamp. Yeah, it's a clamp. Yeah. Because all you get is from, like, the chin length down. So. Yeah, that's why this one's so good is because it's got the – it's like a brush. Yeah. I mean, these are, like – they're plastic, I think, maybe coated metal. I'm not sure. But uh, the cool thing is – and, like, this – if you notice this outside row – these the heated ones are in here. See how right. they got the there's I like a plate all in there now. <laughs> there's like a plate with the heated ones in the middle, and then this outside is just like the normal brush ones. But it, I was impressed; it works really well. Yes, and I mean I got the cordless one just because like travel and things like that. You don't have to worry about finding a place to plug it in all the time. Um, but you know if you don't want to spend as much, you can get the corded version. And it, I mean, I mean, I assume it works exactly you know just the same. I think right. I don't think the corded like the normal corded version has as many. Different temperature settings, maybe, but I have I to think go back the and Pro check. had the more it, more temperature. It's been, it's been yeah. I, I know there was a couple I've, of differences, but you sent that link, so yeah. If you have a if you have a beard, you're looking for something a really good straightener. Um, I really yeah. I, I have not tried any other ones ever before. You said you had a cheaper one, yeah, that you tried, and you said it didn't work that well. You tried to use it a, did not work a women's well hair as straightener, as the flat iron type. But yeah, this is definitely the way to go, and. Yeah. As you've seen it. <laughs> it's sold out. And, yeah. And, I mean, I've, I've been wanting to use this for a while. I think we're uh, – I think Joe's going to actually shoot a video about that. So Yeah, I, I did a – We'll have to do it again. Um, When I first got it, I shot some video just unboxing it. Yeah, your little TikTok. No, no, no. Oh, you did TikTok, I, though. But I didn't do the unboxing on TikTok. I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did have a TikTok of it. And, uh, it, I mean, cause you could see – you definitely see yours way better than mine. 
as far as the straightening goes, but yes. it does work really well. I like oh, it. I forgot to hit record on this one. That's okay. Oh, we're okay. We recorded the last one, though, didn't we? Yeah. You can still hit it. It's up to you. doesn't hurt. We'll always have them on there. Yes. Because what did it say? How many days did we, hours or whatever? Uh, I think it equaled out to like 48 days of recording. Yeah, forever. Um, yeah, so before we jump into the, uh, the articles, uh, the only thing we didn't cover so far was um, what are we going to be drinking today? So I think uh, Darren's got some PBR. You got PBR? Yeah, always have PBR. Is that shit? Is it? How does that look on the? Uh, it on the it cover? doesn't. It doesn't. It's no, it too doesn't. too much of a different green. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it kind of it it it's ugly looking. It it doesn't bring. Oh, it out it's got a little bit of noise in it. Yeah, it's still Oops, it's still right. you can still see yeah. that it's black. I guess that's cool. Um, I've got a uh, New Belgium uh, nineteen eighty five IPA or Voodoo Ranger. Sorry, New Belgium Voodoo Ranger nineteen eighty five IPA. Mm. Um, pretty good. Um, 8.7, no, 6.7. Contact, uh, contact, uh, cooperate here. Um, that's pretty good. I bought a six pack of that, uh, over the weekend. And then, uh, since this is episode 10, we got a couple of special, uh, beers from the, uh, beer cooler. Um, what do we got up there, Matt? So we got 2018's Goose Island Bourbon County Stout. Is that the bear? Is that a barrel aged one? Yep. They're both barrel aged. This just happens to be the orange peels and cocoa nibs. Bearing uh, it with the orange. What year is that one? The 18. 2018. Yep. And what's the, does it have an ABV on there? If you can find. I know those I were mean, always weird where lot. the ABV, oh, it's right on the back. It's just 15.2. 15. You know? yeah. 15. Yeah, so you guys are making fun of me for my. Uh, Elizabeth, you're driving home. <laughs> what's the one, This. what did I have the, uh, the last the last one it was like eleven or something yeah, or yeah. ten point seven or something. You guys make fun of that one. So fifteen point two for the and that's the orange. Yep, just the variant with the, with the orange nibs. peels and coca nibs. And then the other one is just the base. And it's a twenty eighteen as well, right? Yep. It's just the base. Just the base. And then what's the ABV on that one? Uh, that again, fifteen two. Fifteen two. And so these are what two? Almost did, two years old. Yeah. What, what did they come out in the wi- winter fall? fall? Yeah. So yeah, they're they're close to two. Um, yeah. You figured they barrel aged them for how long before they bottled them too? I don't know. So yeah, it says right there September. So mm-hmm. we're a mo- yeah a month a month out from being two years old. Yeah. Not too bad. So yeah, so we're gonna we're letting those warm up just a bit. I don't know, Matt. You, what do you think? Yeah, it's still you, too cold. I think the, I think um, you need to to take it and go. Yeah, do the let's do the regular one first. So the uh that beer cooler. So I have a, a like a wine chiller. Thing and I keep mostly beer in it, like the stouts and stuff. It's at fifty-five degrees, Matt, so it shouldn't be too far off. We should have waited till he quit talking for a second to it's get fine. that full experience. Boosh. <laughs> Latte. <laughs> oh yeah. So we got uh, what was that? You said twenty ounce bottle, Matt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Does it say? I think it's like a twenty. Twenty, right around twenty. But one, um, one. Pint point nine fluid ounce. One point nine pint, so sixteen point nine, so not even seventeen ounces then. Yeah, so we got a. It was perfect, yeah. especially when it's fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I remember right, this is a little bit of sweeter beer, isn't it? It definitely, like, as it warms, it definitely gets more complex. I think it's sweeter when it's colder, uh, but I, I don't know. I haven't. Did we even did we drink the one from last year? Did we drink a 2019? 
I know I still have one, but I don't know if we ever actually drank one, did we? Did you guys get any? I don't uh, think you got any last year. No, I didn't. I thought we, I'll have to go back and look on Untapped, but I know that uh, I have a 2019. I just don't know. Uh, Lord, son. <laughs> he's doing that on purpose. He hasn't even had anything to drink yet. Nope. He's anticipating. Calm them nerves, son. Calm them. We've done 10 now. You should be good. <laughs> You'd think. That's why we got these, so you don't have to bang stuff. Oh, yeah. So these glasses are really good. They're like a snip. There's a snifter. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're usually easier for whiskey, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, they're great for like high ABV stouts. I mean, really any high ABV beer or anything that has a lot of complexity that you want to try to bring out to it. So um, really good for that. The lighting is making Darren's head super shiny. I know, right? Uh, well, who said that? My Jeff. wife. Oh, I, I was getting ready to say, I, probably my wife's going to say something like that. Yep. We've got a, a we probably, if we unscrewed that, but I don't know, that one's probably doing well, it too. Well, I, so. I did do a fresh shave right before I came. Oh, did you? So, you didn't yeah. powder it up? No, no. You need some, uh, what's the uh, cornstarch? What is it people, people put on their junk when it's real hot out? Baby powder. I don't. I never. I don't. I thought they made like like sat the Sasquatch or whatever. Don't well, they make I have, like? I have. I have. I have some? that stuff called balls. Don't that, they make? It's what they, it's yeah, a powder. It's well, it's a liquid that that powderizes, so you don't get the clumping. <laughs> so, so you don't get the clumping effect of powder. A liquid that powderizes. My, yes. What number am I? You're two. Oh, I'm peeking a little bit. Let me take me down just. A, Take me down a notch, Darren. Well, I think you're just getting too far up into that. Uh, but I'm. I have to reach forward to I got operate you. the. Okay. I got you. The laptop. Here. I got you. Monkey butt. So you need to try some of that on your head, Darren. See what happens. Yeah. Is it it's I a can... liquid that turns to a powder? Yeah. Is it? Is it like turn white? Or... No. No, it's clear when it uh, dries. Um, I like I like that shine. So you can see. You know, we can reflect some logos or something off of that thing. Yeah. You missed the beard. Did you see the beard straightening, Jeff? <laughs> see, I started a watch party on my phone, so I got a different feed than what you're oh, looking at. I got gotcha. you. I see how it is. Using up all my internet. <laughs> hey, there's nine people on it. How many people are on a regular what? one? Uh, seven. seven. I'm sure there. That should be this. It should. This should be counting that though. Probably. So, this lags a little bit though, so it's like a, it updates every. 15, 20 seconds, maybe even more than that. So I think, <laughs> uh, no, just got here. I, do I even want to know? What are we, so read Liz's. <laughs> oh, I don't, why did, I don't know why I said, did I say cornstarch? <laughs> you did. I don't know. I was thinking, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm going to try it for you, Liz. I'm on, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to snap it to you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that Snapchat. <laughs> you can keep that to yourself, honey. <laughs> but, but I think the only thing we didn't talk about before we get into the uh, the topics was um, what we've done the last two weeks. So it's been a little bit longer than two weeks So yeah. since we normally do this every other Friday. So uh, I was on vacation that week right after. Um, got, the, got the new 3D printer, printed a bunch of stuff. Um, I put some of it on Twitter, some of it on my Facebook. I think I posted some stuff on our DWB page as well. So I'll have to post some more stuff on that. I just, uh, so I had a failed Millennium Falcon that I was printing with your Hellskull for yes. your uh, golf cart. And then I reprinted that a little bit larger scale. 
Um, I think it took 33 hours. Yeah. Um, but I added uh, some more supports to the base of it. And I was going to do like a detail wash on it. Basically, you take some really dark paint and you thin it out super thin and you just take a brush and like brush it all over and then just kind of wipe it off with a paper towel. Mm. This brings out a lot of the detail on that plastic and stuff. I haven't done that yet, so I haven't posted the, um, the picture of it. But it turned out really well. Um, adding that platform kept it from tipping over. And then um, I printed a couple other things uh, that I had already printed before. Like a couple other people wanted that Master Chief. Um, Jeff asked me to print him a um, Iron Man bust. So, Jeff, I got the silver PLA. Um, and uh, I'll be printing that as soon as Darren's uh, surface mounts. So I'm printing one now. I'm going to have you test it and make sure it fits right before I print the other one because okay. it took a, took about a day to print To those. do both sides. I, I printed them both at the same time. Oh, really? But it, but I'm doing... Um, do them standing up? They're both standing up side by side because the other one wouldn't fit. It was too tall. I got you. Without splitting it up. And I did, uh, I think, 40% infill, so it's so it'll be a little bit stronger so it doesn't break. So if that one's super strong, we can reduce the infill. But right. Don't really need to. Well, I mean, it's just hanging on a wall, so it shouldn't need too much because it'll never be taken in and out. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll um, wall mount a charger behind it. Because I think that one was, it says it's a visa mount, but, I mean, it's got the holes in it. Or just double-sided tape it or something. I don't know what you were planning on doing. Oh, I was probably just going to put some mollies in and just send it. Send it. Yeet. So, I mean, that's what I did. I just... (laughs) Didn't didn't play as many video didn't play as many video games as I wanted to, but I did a lot of three D printing stuff and got to mess around with that. I got caught up on Ozark season yes. two and three, so finished those out. Um, no spoilers, please. You, what what do you want? Three? I, I'm done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you did you watch it, Matt? Yeah, you watched it already. So no, I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody. I'm not I'm not that guy, man. Are you sure? Matt, I am. Matt is that guy because <laughs> he's did he spoil he, something? He spoiled Game of Thrones. Him and his wife spoiled. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Shame. I'm like, How shame. How long ago shame. was that? That was, that was like this. never going to let no. me <laughs> No. Down. No, because you hurt me. Right yeah. here. Snoop Dogg. Right Dog. here. Jeff said we need a special guest, Snoop Dogg. Uh, speaking <laughs> of special guests, we're going to have one on our next oh, yeah, podcast. Well, yeah, so um, you want to talk about that, Darren, so, uh, before can, we get into the... can talk about that real quick. Uh, yeah. uh, I will not attempt to say his last name because I do not want to... Uh, Butcher it. Butcher it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, Brian from Pravada Cigars uh, will be a special guest on our next podcast. Um, it is a subscription-based uh, cigar club. Uh, it has actually been private now, so you can't actually get into the the main club. But now they just released a Farm Rolled, which is you get four cigars for $20. So it's $5 a stick. And basically what he did is he basically goes straight to the growers that actually roll these cigars and he gets them from the rollers straight to him, straight to us. So they're unlabeled, but, but I, I actually bought some for Joe and Matt and uh, a subscription for them too. Um, and the farm rolled are just, I, I have not smoked a bad one. And, uh, I got one of our friends, Keith. He actually joined the club before they closed it. So, and he's he's been enjoying it a lot too. So, we'll get uh, Brian on there. He's got, he's a great guy. We'll put some links down below to his YouTube page and stuff because he's got some great content in there. If you like smoking cigars or even just, you know, if you're if you're wanting to get into 
cigar smoking or want to learn about cigar smoking, just watching some of his new videos on his channel, uh, just been, it's been great. So I'm kind of excited about getting him on here. I had great customer service. Uh, cause when I did the farm rolled, you had to actually do a subscription. I canceled this ship's <laughs> subscription for them to, cause I didn't want to get it, you know, monthly. Cause you know, that's a lot of money, <laughs> but he emailed me like right when I canceled it and said, you know, why are you canceling blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I just got it for my friends. Cause that was the only way I could get them the farm rolled experience without, you know, them signing up for themselves. Yeah. And, and then we got to talking. He was like, you know, this and that. And I was like, well, check out our podcast. And, you know, I kind of nonchalantly asked him to to be on our podcast. And he was like, heck yeah. I mean, I, I want to talk about this and talk about that. And so I'm kind of excited about it. And we'll we'll see yeah. what the next podcast brings. We'll probably bring him on, like, near the beginning. I'm actually, he's going to ship me my monthly subscription early. That way I can do a little bit of an unboxing and kind of show you what you get with it. Uh, you can get on a waiting list right now. So when a spot opens up, you can actually get into the club. Mm. So. Yeah, I think we will probably just dedicate the whole episode just to him yeah, and we can do, do the unboxing. Because he has he has pretty pretty interesting take on things. Oh, I think, my God. Um, he's got a pretty good story. I like it. I love his passion. I like the, I mean, the the monthly subscription you got me and just the stuff that you shared from yours. Yes. Excuse me. It like it's stuff that I never would have tried because either we can't get it locally, or I just I just don't I don't enough I don't know enough about it. I mean, so if you're looking for good cigars that someone else takes the time and puts the effort in, researches it, gives you like, a backstory. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the next episode, but it's it's really cool. So, yeah. I mean, we're talking all that we're talking it up, and nobody can get in. So, we'll, well, uh, you can get on a wait. I mean, yeah, you, you can still get definitely the, you, yeah, can you can still get, get the, the farm list, rolled so. and and other things. I mean, but. You know, when when you get three cigars and you get a page that's front and back, full description of, yep. you know, where it came from, the story behind that cigar. Like, uh, I got one that stands out in my mind is the Diplomat uh, Kuwait. Yeah. You can't buy that. You, you physically cannot buy that unless you're a Kuwaiti diplomat. Hmm. But he acquired them somehow, and I got to smoke one. I mean... Yep. You know, and then and then all that he gives pairing notes, and his palate is just crazy. So, but yeah. it's it's definitely cool. So, looking forward to that. Make sure you tune tune in. Um, and it'll be what is it, the twenty eighth? Yep, the twenty eighth. Yep. So less little less than two weeks. We'll have uh, we'll have him on here to talk about that, and we'll, Darren's going to do the unboxing for the for the monthly club for I guess will that be for August or September? Uh, that will be August's. Okay. Because so you guys will be able to see what like what what it looks like, what it contains. But yeah, like Darren said, I'll put a, I'll put a link to his YouTube and the and the website below, so you guys can go check that out too. Um, it, it should be pretty cool. Yeah, and I saved my July one too that I can bring too. So. Okay. Yeah, I saved like the inserts from the the one that you got me from. Yeah, I have a it's stack. just really cool. It's like it's almost like the parchment looking paper. Right, I have and, a stack like that at home. Yeah. So. <laughs> you have to get like a three ring binder and start just putting them all in there. Punch in the put like a three ring binder and get right. a whole punch. Okay. Um, what have you been up to the last two weeks, mate? Working and then you're on vacation. Vacation last week. Yep. How was that? Do anything fun? Bad. Went to the beach. Yeah. Yep. Emerald Isle, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep. That's by Camp Lejeune. 
Sure. So, you see all the helos flying over and stuff. It was really awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we were in PCB, that was just the coolest thing. This, this bunch of them. Yeah, they just come and then all of a sudden you go, and there's just a, and you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's uh, Campbell June. That's Marines, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. Sorry, Danny. I don't know. Um, <laughs> which beach did you go to? Uh, Emerald Isle. Emerald Isle is the beach. Okay. Yep. So how far away were you from that? 30 minutes or so. Oh, heck yeah. Long enough. I mean, but it's cool. Not too bad. I, I've never been to that. I mean, how far away from, like, what's the next biggest city to that? Raleigh? It's like just north of Myrtle Beach, really. It's more, okay. It's three Beach. hours north, like along the coast. Three hour tour. So. Some some of the younger folks might not get yeah, that. Yeah, probably not. Um, that's cool. Anything uh, anything else interesting happen? Nope. Still waiting to hear the results from my lead tech interview. Still waiting for that? Yeah. Because you, you just got back yesterday, right? Or did you come, from came come back, back Saturday? Saturday? Yeah, late Saturday. Late Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So. I saved Darren for last because he's probably been the busiest. No. What? Yeah, I haven't have. done nothing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah you got to give us an update on the uh the geo yeah the, and... the geothermal uh my yard looks like a bomb went off in the side <laughs> uh there's a hundred and seventy foot uh trench that goes down and then comes back up so there's two trenches that are hundred and seventy foot long for the geothermal loop um I shot a little bit of video for it but uh I don't think it's going to be usable unfortunately because I had it on time lapse when I was doing it because i forgot to switch it back from time lapse to regular that mess it up or well it only takes a photo every five uh, seconds so when i was talking through the whole thing it, you can just do voiceover well yeah but it's only going to be like that long <laughs> you can uh stretch yeah it i out. can stretch it out but uh yeah i'm kind of excited about that hopefully they get back this week uh to do all my duct work and then uh they said they're probably going to have to have us down for about a day what yeah. So Elizabeth will probably go stay with her mom because she can't live without AC. <laughs> well, or, or it'll cool off by then. So yeah. when are they thinking that's going to be? Uh, well, they, they're still waiting for the uh, actual furnace to come in because I guess the manufacturer they get from actually drop ships it to my house. So, so maybe early September then. Maybe they start oh, well, hope, hope then. yeah, but hopefully we'll have it done before the end of August. We only got two weeks left. Yeah, I know. It's going <laughs> fast. But I've also been working on, I was on vacation last week also, but I worked in the basement laying tile. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, almost almost every day. Uh, one day, me and my wife went and took our son to Kings Island. That was probably the first time um, that I've been there probably in 20 years. Wow. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's got to look way different. Has Arlo been there before? Yeah, Arlo, Arlo and them went last year to the water park, but we couldn't go this year because the water park was closed. But uh, we got to ride some rides, and then I got to ride uh, their new mega uh, mega coaster. Uh, it's got a 300-foot drop and speeds of like 95 mile an hour. <laughs> that thing was absolutely insane. I mean, I was ready to – I mean, my legs felt like jello when we got off, and I wanted to go do it again. But, That's uh, crazy, dude. Yeah, but I've been doing all the, that, and then we did uh, all the tile in the basement. I did a bunch of tile in the basement, so I got some of that stuff on uh, on my page on Ask Darren and stuff. So, 
It's been fun. Yeah, you're almost done with the towel, aren't you? Uh, I got everything cut. I just need to lay probably 10 square foot left. I just, uh, I didn't feel like doing anything yesterday, but I ended up cutting everything so I could get my saw put up and everything. So. Yeah, you got to take a break every now and then. Give yeah. yourself a day because it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, considering I was on vacation, I worked uh, worked way too hard to be on vacation and consumed some tasty beverages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It that, makes it makes the work easier when you can drink beer while you're doing it. Was that uh is that everything? As far as I know. You don't want to talk about the other thing? What other thing? Elizabeth's new car? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, seven hours at the dealership. Got seven it. hours. It was almost seven. It, okay, we got there what, like I think like one, one thirty and left there at like six. Did they at least give you lunch or dinner or something? No, but they gave us some uh, face masks that say Mercedes yeah. of Centerville on um, it. They gave you no like refreshments or well, there was, snacks. They had they, or... had they had pop and water and stuff. They but... didn't cater in Chick Fil A or something yeah. for you. Better DoorDash me something. What? I, but hey, look, I went in there with camo shorts and a gray tank top on, <laughs> and they did not treat me any different than the guy walked in. Well, with they the better suit. not have. So they should, boy, yeah, they should know better. It would have been that nowadays. Oh man, <laughs> you don't know who's gonna walk in there and drop, <laughs> drop down 100 G's, 200 G's on a G wagon or something. Shoot, that okay. So we got done test driving a car, and Elizabeth pulls in, and there's kind of like a blind corner right there. And she pulled up because the, the cars that were uh on the front side of the lot, uh, so she pulled up, and this G wagon came around. And I swear to you, I mean, it had like the Brom, Brom something, I'm butchering it, but. It's basically an upgraded G wagon. So th- this was probably like existed. a. This was like probably like Dude. I mean it was. The Brombus is amazing. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, so it was jacked up, <laughs> taller than a G wagon already is. Had chrome, big old chrome uh, G wagon, and Brombus. I mean it. It was crazy, and then the we were in there and they had a bi turbo. Uh, oh, that one that you sent um, me a video of that. Yeah, one. I that sent the Snapchat cool. of it, and I mean that thing was a hundred and eighty thousand dollars. It yeah. so oh mean, my though. god! And it it, if so you mean. just touched the seat, it just felt like heaven, like you were just Ooh. touching a cloud. Got a little rumble in your pants. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was. They let you touch the seat. <laughs> well, he 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 said you can sit in, and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't even want to lean on a thing. You know, I mean. <laughs> And then they were like, "Oh, we got the the little baby brother of that one out there. That one's only one fifty, and it was sitting outside." <laughs> but you guys went. Is it a Pacifica? Uh, no, it was a town and crunch country. Town and country. Pacifica yeah. is not a. That's uh, a Pacifica. So in twenty sixteen was the last year for town and country, and then they went to the Pacifica. Okay. But your your van, that van was super nice. Oh and yeah, it was, it was loaded. Everything. It was a dealer dealer demo, so it had every option under the sun on but, it. Mama, Mama had to get that new whip. Well, that new whip's pretty nice. Hey, I, I was surprised that we could still fit Arlo in the third seat. Yes. Like, well, I was surprised. I think that's what really sold her on that one is when yeah. I climbed back there. I mean, I'm not a small person, you know. But you could still have five adults and two kids in there. Oh, yeah. No and problem. I was I was in the back, and I still had mm-hmm. probably like a good three, four inches in yep. front of my knees all the way in the third row seat. And the way they're designed is, I mean, my head, if I turned it to the side, I was touching a little bit. Yeah, but if I was but, sitting straight up, it didn't even touch my head. 
Yeah. And these are the jumper seats in the back. Yeah. And they were comfortable. Now, is that something you're going to keep down most of the yes. time? Kind of like we do in our Explorer yeah. to give you a, a good cargo well, area in the like back? kind of like we did in the, in the van. We kept the middle seats down yeah. all the time just because it was easier to get him in and, in and out. And, you know, when he was a baby, we just kept that one jumper. And then for yeah. the other kids, they could just go in and sit back in the very back. But that was one nice thing about that van is it had, you know, the three screens. You could run different movies on every screen. and Yeah, but, I mean, it's... But we don't need the it iPad anymore, mounts yeah. for the back of the seat now. What did Harlow say when he was back there? It was like, he was cracking me up. I don't remember what it was now. Well, Something he was about, talking about he didn't have any colored lights back there. Oh, yeah. Dude, that so that's, like, that was the uh, one of my favorite things is, like, the interior, especially the front. And the even the, the rear seats, like, the door handles under the seats on the rear uh, the the LED lighting tra- is like all the way through, it, and you can pretty much make it any color. Yeah, you can make it any color you, you said want. It's RGBW, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, it's pretty cool. And then and the then, uh, front Mercedes light oh, lights yeah, the up. Emblem light, the emblem lights, lights up. up in the front. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's really cool. Like, I didn't really care for the aesthetics, the external aesthetics, just looking at the pictures and stuff. But when I seen it in person, it looks way better in person. When you get the full view of it, like just getting a side shot of it, it's like I don't know, it just looked kind of weird to me. Yeah, like real boxy or. Well, it just looked like it was like an like an older body style, like something from the '90s or something. Yeah. But when you see it in person, all together, it's a pretty sharp car. Yeah, I like it. And all that matters is mom's happy. Yes. So. If yeah. mom's happy, I'm happy. <laughs> what is that old saying? Happy wife, happy, happy life. life. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> mm. All right. Anything else before we jump into the articles, fellas? No, I think I'm good. Cool. So the uh, first one we had up is the uh, this thing. <laughs> like, so I was supposed to know, Darren. It took me, you know, we only have five topics, right? Right. But this article was so long. I know. Like putting the show notes together, it took me like 20 <laughs> minutes just to get everything copied over and formatted. But. And, because I tried, I want to make sure that I have like like who it's by and and all that stuff. Yeah, but so. look at the look at the main headline. It says, "Meet the UF Navy's newest thirteen billion dollar toy." I know toy, like, toy. I, it was weird because this this investing dot com. I mean, I've never been out there before, and like it wouldn't even load in my Chrome browser. I had to use uh, Edge to get it to load correctly because really? it kept telling me it was trying to redirect. Did you see this on that site or was it on Facebook? It, I I. Went from a Facebook link okay. to it. The Facebook link just would not load for me. Huh. So I fi- I went to their site and I found it, but I had to go through Edge for what I don't know whatever reason. I'm just <laughs> like, why would they even be covering something like this, like an investing site? But of course, there was like an ad every other paragraph. Right. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but they also and I didn't include it in this, but they there if you go to that link and look at the original article, they had a bunch of other U.S. military vehicles. Right. That were like really expensive, like the Raptor. There was like there was a helicopter. Yeah. What's the big cargo plane? Um, the one that can like haul Humvees. Yeah, the one that like the whole nose comes yeah. up. Yeah. So they had a bunch of other things besides this in there. This was the the focus of the story by far. But yeah, uh, the crim dollar crim. Um, this thing. Yeah, is, I like. Is, is is it's so they just launched it right? Yeah. Not, well, not it 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 should have been launched like last year sometime, mm-hmm. but it went over budget because of. I don't remember. I've read this like a week and a half ago, so I don't really remember. Yeah, they said something about um, it had to be, they had to reconfigure some stuff on it. Yes. Because there were changes. And I think there were some issues that had to be worked out too. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 
what what is even what did one of these typically cost? I, I, I don't know, but but when they call it when they call it a toy, a fifteen billion dollar toy, <sighs> yeah, I think that's just a play on words yeah. to get the head you know, the headline. Or what whatever. what I really loved about this is they were talking about they're using a new magnetic uh, launch system. Oh yeah, for the sh- for the planes that right? makes it safer to launch planes and land land planes. And that's crazy because I think I read in here that it said. That is normally um, steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's steam. Like, it's really? a steam-driven uh, it's like ram. A, like that, a, it's that's a like a little guide thing pressure. that sits in there. Yeah, but they're doing it with magnets. So, <laughs> so does the electro- magnet electro- catch it? Ma- also, electromagnets, right? Yeah, they're electromagnets. No, they have a they have a catch system, but they redid did it. Yeah, somehow. that's in here too. And I don't remember exactly what was different on it because oh. I wonder if it's going to reduce the number of. Failure to catch. Yes. You know, because when they land, they have to land I at think that was full one of the, speed, pretty much. Right. I think that was one of the reasons. Well, they were talking about how much nicer this was going to be to land and uh, send planes send off of. It was going to be, I, I don't remember the numbers exactly, but it was like like one was here and one was here. Oh, yeah. Um, it's in here, yeah. Well, Jeff said that the, the C-170, that's the big yes. cargo plane. And he said the C-130s. Uh, airborne that's what he used to that's what they used to jump out of so oh, that's cool cool you've been in the c-170 jeff that's that thing is crazy looking they say hold like over 100 100 uh soldiers 100 uh, and tanks and all kinds Humvees, of other tanks stuff. yeah yeah so this was commissioned on july 22nd 2017 so three years ago for 5.1 billion dollars <laughs> for northman drummond and it and then it came in at 13 like yeah, really? how is that acceptable? Three times Thank, the cost. Things change, man. I mean, think of, that was commissioned on July twenty second, twenty seventeen, and we're here at what August. Well, COVID 17th? just happened to drive the prices up on stuff. I mean, yeah, but it was almost finished. Yeah, I was gonna say, but there was a bunch of changes in it that that kept driving the price tag up. Yeah, because it had a price tag of twelve uh, twelve point eight billion. And then they did some changes, so that's what took it up to like the fifteen fifteen billion but, or whatever. But it was originally commissioned at five right point. So was that supposed to be the original price? I think so. Yeah. I guess at what point, like, um, yeah, we're we're halfway through building your your new ship here. Um, we're gonna need some more money. Like, what do you even say? Like, oh, okay. I mean, or you just scrap it at that point? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I but, don't. I don't know. But from what from what I remember. I mean, this is like the leading edge of technology. Jeff said, he's like, yeah, and they suck. It's like riding in a Pinto with square brick wheels. (laughs) (laughs) No comfort in those bad boys. Hey, it ain't built for comfort. So it's like, this is a rendering of the ship. So before construction, so this was like, I guess what they were using. Um, Yeah, and it said based off of, uh, you know, uh, President Ford, 38th president. 1974, 1977. Yes. So yeah, uh, I mean, look a, at look at the propeller. So it was so 12.8. It was completed and slated to begin service around 2021. So that's uh, being tested right now, right? right They're doing yeah. so. It's still not it's in got, service yet. It's got twin uh, nuclear nuclear um, engines dry, and, or and, and engines drives and yeah, twin reactors reactors. What? Yeah, to drive it. I mean, look, look at how tall that just that one prop is. Oh yeah, and it says the trials seven hundred eighty million added just for the what? 
Yeah, look at that. Thing. Why is that not like included in the price? Like, if you know you're gonna have to trial a ship, why was that not added? I don't know. I mean, you see how government does oh some my things. Yeah, it's bass backwards most of the time. It's pretty cool. It's, so this is the christening of it. 1,100 feet long. Yeah, yeah. What? It's hard not to see why it's dubbed as a reminder Two, of America's might at 1,106 feet long. 250. Isn't it like high. six stories or something? Yeah. They said two hundred and fifty feet high. Oh, well, I mean, wonder, wonder if that's. I mean, that that's probably including all of it. But wonder how much is actually out of the water. Oh yeah. I mean, because if you've ever seen any, you know, carrier or whatnot, they're out of the water pretty high. Yeah. I mean, it's not like uh, the Avengers. I guess we need machine like, do a giggle of. Uh, Symphony of the Seas or whatever, the big Norwegian mm. or whatever it is, and oh. see, how see how tall it is because those are big ships. Yeah, because yeah, those are all, like, ships. they're the biggest there is, yeah. like, as far as, I mean, they're not, I guess they're bigger than any other ship, right? Mm-hmm. Or are they class, or I don't even know what class they are. I don't know. Big. It's Royal Caribbean, Symphony of the Seas, Royal, Royal Caribbean. Because yeah. there's, like, three of them that same size, isn't yep. there? Princess class or something. Oh, yeah, something is that what like it's that. called? Yeah. Things are, like, a small city. Um, heck, the one we went on a couple years ago, it was like the third size under that one. Thing's still huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it said they had an issue with the uh, propulsion system; mm-hmm. and it had to be overhauled, the, you know, nuclear powered. So, yeah. of course, that wasn't cheap, um, no. and it added millions and, and delayed the delayed the uh, the christening of it. So, I guess are those nuclear reactor propulsion systems? So, these, I don't know if these are similar to what's on there or. Those don't look very big, do they? Maybe that's only a small part. Ford's twin nuclear? nuclear. Ford makes those? What? I guess. That's cool. Yeah, they're turbine generators. Hmm. So, yeah, I think, I don't, is this, is this the deck? Uh, I don't know. Scroll down a little bit more, see if they put a tag on. Yep. Yep, that's the deck of it. That's a streamlined deck. I mean, can you imagine on rough seas and then trying to land a a plane on that? I mean, that would just be nerve-wracking as it is. Wouldn't something that big, though, absorb some pretty rough seas? Probably. I would think so, yeah. It says uh, the shape of the island, I'm assuming that's the deck, right, has been overhauled to fit physically more jets. The elevators have been reshuffled to boost space efficiency, and new deck improvements mean fewer crew hands are needed to get planes in and out of the sky, so... I mean, heck, I mean, when's the last time they had a carrier, a new carrier even deployed? I don't, I, that up. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, so more more planes, faster takes off, takeoffs. This is what you were talking about, right? Yes. Um, the electromagnetic. Aircraft launch I, I system. Just, emails. emails. <laughs> I kept thinking Ermels when I seen that. I thought <laughs> emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, works like a souped-up shot. A uh, shooped-up slingshot with magnets. Yep. So I guess, are the electromagnets pulling yes. it so that it, that's so, what shoots them? So it's always been at like a catapult system, and like you said, like steam or whatever else, like that actually gets them up to speed a little bit faster. You know, because I'm sure the steam, like they have to, it has to build up the pressure, right? Whereas the electromagnets, they can, they could probably yeah. be reset, reset instantaneously. Almost, yeah. almost. I mean, I don't. Yeah, know but for you sure, got, but. you also got to get the plane into, you know, when one goes, then they have to move it up and back to get it into there. Yeah, because it says that this will reduce takeoff 
um, damage that the uh, the aircrafts um, can yeah, sustain. It, via, I mean, because I, th- I think it it's like way smoother. Yeah, well, it and in the takeoff doesn't it go off the front uh, landing gear that uh, that propels it. I would think so. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that back uh, tiller back there is is something that that it propels off of that now or. I don't know. And it says safer landings. You know, anybody that's watched Top Gun, you probably already know how the thing works. They get the the hook mm-hmm. that comes down. So what makes this one safer? It's because it's a advanced arresting gear, AAG, total overhaul. It uses electromagnets, electromagnets also to detect, track, and catch. So, yep. yeah, I guess it's just going the reverse direction. So, I mean, I wonder what the strength is on those things, I, man. I don't know. Astronomical. Science. So less severe damage to the aircraft for, I mean, because, yeah, the force of those things being launched and then having to stop. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, I've always, like, when they come in to land, they're full speed, right? Because mm-hmm. if they miss, they have to be able to take right, right back off. Yep. So, like, it's catching those things full bore or close to it, I guess. I mean, what's Yeah, a- high-velocity landing on aircraft carrier. So that may not be necessarily a forward, but depiction of what it could look like. I mean, I just wonder what... Uh- what kind of force that uh, a military plane? I mean, I don't, I don't know what they, <laughs> what they're, they're running off of of these, you know, the F-16s or yeah, whatever. I'm, sure. I'm not or well versed in or, all our. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's said. But and then they went in to talk about, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> what do they got? Like over forty of the crew are, uh, is it forty? Um, are trained uh, and you know for for medical response. Yeah, they got forty one beds in their ICU. A forty one bed yeah. ICU. Maybe that's what I was thinking yeah. of. Onboard pharmacy. Um, yeah, at least forty crew members on deck are trained medical officers. Huh. So there's always a doctor in the house. I know I didn't see. Did you catch how many people are on? Oh, 2,600 right crew. So yeah. as big as a small city. Look at that. Can you imagine being out in the middle of nowhere, no lights? And actually oh, seeing there'd be no light, light pollution out and there. And seeing, you know, the whole Milky Way. Now, when we were on our cruise to the the Bahamas, Bahamas or whatever it was, we were in the middle of the ocean. There was nothing around us. There was no light. Still good. And granted, see the <laughs> ship had its lights on, yeah. but even at night they kind of dimmed some of them down. You couldn't see any of that. Really? It was just blackness as far as you could see. What is that? What is he talking about? Your cornstarch. Oh, he said it works. Yeah, so that's what I thought. Yeah, he said he it's said it's like it's like cooling he, and refreshing. He he worked in a paper mill for forty four years, and and yeah. it's cooling and refreshing. So that's that's, that's I guess what I thought. Cornstarch. I will I will try cornstarch. I'll, I'll, we'll we'll do a video. I guess. I, I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to see a video of that. You're gonna get it regardless. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they were talking about life on board the new ship. So, you know, what's it actually like to live um, on there? And, you know, of course, their sleeping space is definitely small. Have you guys ever been to Hawaii and went out to the... No, uh uh-uh. So we, we got the tour of the... What is that? The Nebraska? Is that the one that's got the memorial? Yes, it's it's where the war was ended. They have the memorial mm-hmm. plaque where everything was signed. but But the beds are like... 
there ain't no bigger than this this freaking oh, table yeah. right here. And you just there's three high. And like you just six climb, by yeah. two or something. Yeah, you just climb in and you're just in this little tiny yeah. nothing. That's crazy. Yeah, I want to go there and see all the the memorial stuff one day. Yeah, um, we, I heard it was awesome. When I was there, we were too late to actually take the boat out to the where everything was sunk mm-hmm. at. But we got the tour that maybe it's the Arizona. Oh, is that, I think is it that is the one that has the where part of it has it's above the water or they have it built above the water where you can go on it? No, no, no. This was the actual ship that was docked there. Oh, that's the one it, that was there it, at yeah, the time. Okay. It stays it stays there permanently because that's where the war was ended up. Gotcha. I'm sure somebody will correct me. Let us know. Wonder how much it costs to paint that thing. Dude, well, it was talking about so the you know it was built for future upgrades so it's modular basically oh that's cool so they use and i guess that was one of the things they they put into the design initially is that like as cabin sizes change or or whatever it might be they can like drop in new modules and take out the old huh. ones and um i'm gonna glance over that part because i yeah because it says one of the upgrades that's still in the in the works is the laser-based defense system Little, it'll literally blast enemy projectiles out of the sky with Freaking the laser, laser beams. Laser beams. Mm. Sharks um, with laser beams. Yeah, so here's a picture of the, the hall. Huh. Um, and then, like, armor improvements and systems upgrades will be able to easily be able to add it. Well, they say easily, but, you know, for a billion dollars. 25 floors. Yeah, 25 what? floors to man. Oh, 25? Why was Good I thinking Lord. six stories? Maybe, maybe it's not actually as tall as a story, I guess. But Yeah, but yeah. some of that is underneath the... The water, anyways. Yeah. Like if you're working in the engine room. Well, here, or here's the dry dock. So. Damn. You figure the water line is the, right there at the top of the black, right? Yes. Or around there. Yes. Mm. And I like you can't see any people. Like there's definitely people on those sides of those. Yes. You just can't see them <laughs> because it's zoomed out so far. Uh, um, I still fly a cruise ship is bigger than that. It oh might, yeah, it may I not think, be as long, but I, d- I definitely think it's. Yeah, I mean. But uh, yeah, as far as military or naval ships go, mm-hmm. it's the biggest, right? Uh, yes, yeah. it's definitely beefy. Gymnas- gymnasiums are well equipped in the latest tech, air conditioning, upgraded material and keeps cool. That's crazy. Designed in 3D, so here's a 3D rendering. I mean, you you basically have to do that anymore, right? Right. Like, you can't like draw out architectural diagrams on paper for. I mean, they had, they used to, they had to, right? right. There's no way you can do that anymore. That would, have, that would have taken room. 10 years. God. Yeah, it's cool. It says, yeah, so the, the 3D modeling process gave them, you know, that mean that makes the future upgrades. Things can be reshuffled easily like Legos. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Mm. Yeah, like I, I haven't seen like any videos or any like in like real life um, things other than this article, so. And then you said it, they're doing at sea testing now. So yeah. it's supposed to go into commission next year. So yeah, I guess they, you know, six year. months or so for testing. for testing. That's crazy. Like, I just, yeah, like, I just want to see that thing dock just to get a, a sense of the scale mm-hmm. of it. Because that's one of the things, like, when we went to, like, when I went to San Francisco a couple of years ago, like, just seeing one of those carriers, like, uh, things are huge. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next, we have, um, so this was the, uh, 
for the uh, the Dawn probe, right, Darren? Mm-hmm. So a, a dwarf planet between Mars and Jupiter has a salty ocean yes. beneath its surface, making it a contender for alien life. So it's the NASA Dawn probe. Right. And this was a series? Yes, they found... Series, series, how do you say it? Yeah. C-E-R-E-S. And yeah. it's between Mars and Jupiter? Correct. So they basically, from what I got on the article, is that they, you know, scanned this rock and found salt crystallization, which told them that they had water at one point, which could be, you know, this could be our next place that they go and, and search for fossils or whatever for alien life. Yeah, there it is right there. Captured pig pictures. <laughs> Invisible and infrared. Um so it's a false color view because they're they're trying to bring out the right. contrast. So it's a view of brine or salty liquids recently pushed up from deep reservoirs below Sirius's crust. The reddish dome is about seven miles across. So <laughs> it's almost, kind of like a volcano or something, I yeah, guess. It's just something, something or lava, like it's coming up. A big, big blackhead or something. <laughs> big pimple. Uh, why did she have to go there? I don't know. <clears throat> Yeah, so it says the uh, discovered the hidden ocean. Um, so the the Dawn probe has been orbiting the planet, uh, which sits inside the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter, for three years. Yes, and it ran out of fuel in twenty eighteen. Yes, so it's just it's, it's just, just this just, just hanging spa- out there. It's space junk now. So at one point it zipped 22 miles or about 35 kilometers above the small world surface. Scientists are still studying the data. So they've probably had this data. They just haven't had time to get through it right. all. And, then they, and this is something they just well, you gotta think, discovered. How long does that data take yeah. to get back to us? If it takes three uh, three years to get out there or, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, what 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 did the, the Mars rover that just left? It was going, what, six-month journey or something? Yeah. February twenty second yeah. or whatever. So, you know, over six months, and and you know they're still trying to beam back data. Hey, what's up, Ken? Ken's watching. Hello, Ken. How you feeling, buddy? Yeah. So it says it looks like the uh, their their the spots are sodium carbonate, um, which is made up of sodium carbon and oxygen. Um, and, the, and the salty crust most likely came from liquid that evaporated from the surface. So that's cool. Like, so there could be fossilization and all kinds of stuff. Right. You know, who knows? Yeah, who knows what's up there? Where the liquid came from remained a mystery until Monday. So right. was this this past Monday? Yes, yeah, so it was this past. Or this, last week? Last week. This just popped up because I was kind of going through looking for articles, and this popped up, and I was like, oh, that's perfect. This is pretty cool. You know, because I always like to – since I've been reintroduced to, to my passion into space, mm-hmm. uh, I I try to give at least one space article when we do a podcast. Yeah, plus, so. uh, you know, Google and Facebook are tracking you, oh, making yeah. all those recommendations for space stuff. Yeah, like, or 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 vents in my floor. <laughs> that was crazy. So um, I'll tell you later, Matt. <laughs> okay. It, it, yeah. So the, it says this elevates Ceres to an. Uh, am I saying that right? Is it Ceres? I think it's Ceres. I don't know. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry. But um, to ocean world status. Um, Carol Raymond. movie, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. The principal investigator for the Dawn mission told Reuters. Yeah, so there's a video. Like This is just the rendering of 
or was this actual video from I think this was actual video from But then they changed the color. Right. The that way that way that. they could show you what what they were seeing. Yeah. And this isn't a live link. Right. It's just a, yeah, it's one and a half million views. Yeah. So what the heck is I never heard I of don't this before. Know. This uh Jif Cat. Jif Cat? Yeah, so it's like a little short video. Um yeah, 3.45 seconds long or whatever. And it, it's like the the point the fact that it says three point four five and not just three seconds or four yeah. seconds. Well, I mean, you um, got to get when you're dealing with science I stuff. Mean, it has to be. It's, it's just science, man. It's just science. It's just science. We got to get a shirt. That's our next shirt. It's just science. It's just science. <laughs> she blinded me with science. Weird. This places the dwarf planet in the company of Enceladus. Enceladus. Yeah. Who and names this crap? Scientists. Oh yeah. Nerds. <laughs> an icy moon of Saturn and Europa. I know that one. An icy moon of is Jupiter. Is that like Uranus or how everybody calls it? Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> Other worlds with substance oceans like them. Sirius is now a contender for alien life. Yes. All because of some salty crust. Some yes. salty crust. Well, when you have when you have salt, salt's living. That's salt true. is a living organism, I guess. I mean... Because salt mines will actually start to regrow. Huh. So I have a picture. So we had a, a a plow truck that broke down with a bed full of salt. And we had to wait for turbo parts and stuff to come in because it was an older model. And it's probably set there probably six months. And it was wet when it got parked. And I have pictures somewhere. Of, was it moist? Of, yes, it was very moist. But it has, I have pictures somewhere that, that the salt like grew and it was starting to, it almost looked like a, 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 a zoomed in microscope of a snowflake, how it was all different. And it was really, really cool. I'll have to mm-hmm. try to find those pictures, but yeah. This isn't one like one of the experiments like you, we used to have us do in science class was like growing the crystals. And, yeah. Or, it's or basically the same thing. Yeah. It's just salt crystals. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It says this is a, Probably a relic of a warmer era. So they were saying that um, the salt deposits, which named, I'm not going to say those. Um, <laughs> Matt, you want to try? No. Come Cal- on, Matt. Serralia facula and Vinalia facula. Probably completely wrong. Yes. Um, they're just 2 million years old, guys. Yes. And Don researchers think the geological process that made them is ongoing. So it's, it's still happening. So I mean... Yeah. How can you think about something that was 20 million years ago? I don't know. It's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was definitely um, a fun this, read. This kind of makes me want to re- rewatch all, like, the Stargate series and the... You know, I never got into the Stargate. Oh, my God, it Did was you good. Watch no. I watched Stargate and then the Stargate Atlantis and the Stargate Universe. I mean, I've they, seen some episodes, like... Was it on TV originally, or was yes, it on Showtime? Yes, it was. It Showtime? was. It was on TV originally, and then it went to. Sh- paid? And then it went to paid. Is it Showtime? I don't. I don't know. I've always. I mean, watched I was, it. What, uh, what's the guy who plays MacGyver? The guy. Who yeah. In, yeah. I, I, I watched MacGyver growing up, which. Yes, you know, I, I think all of you us. You had to did. be an '80s kid for that. Yeah. But, um, all you need is a toothpick and some duct tape. Yeah, except when uh, they had a picture of him with a broke down car. <laughs> That was the worst meme he's ever. An, it, he's it, just an actor, man. It broke. It broke my heart. Poor MacGyver. <laughs> it's like, it's like. Well, did it's you like, really? Did you really have to show us that? Yeah. Well, it's like the new MacGyver. It's like, did that even last? More there was than a season? new one. Yeah. Who was the new one? It some was some young, young kid. kid. Yeah. 
No, I never seen that. Yeah, one. probably good. Probably better that way. Yeah, it's yeah. probably better yeah. that way. It was pretty bad. It was kind of like a. Um, I I can't even begin to say it. it was kind of like a corny James Bond show. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I never. I yeah. didn't even wasn't even worried. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the next topic we have is from Electric. Co. Um, so Tesla, they've got this new auto bidder software. Um, and the, from what I understand, um, and I think you were, um, you shared this, Matt, mm-hmm. this is allowing people who are using their energy, like their battery storage mm-hmm. to control and, you know, make money on the energy side. Um, you know, so that they can, I guess they can buy and sell this energy. Is that, mm-hmm. is that what, that's what I got it's kind it. of like automating that process. Yeah, so, so it's like, it's almost like a, like a stock trader, but for energy, right. commod- so like they're energy, basically commodity. their own producer of electric because they have such big battery storages. Yeah. I mean, it says their aim is to eventually become a massive distributed electric utility. I mean, we talked about this before, like between these uh, plants that they're building. And I have another article about this one that they're building. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, was that where was that one at? I don't remember now, but it's the new the, one. Yeah, is it, was it in somewhere US, in, somewhere Texas? in California? I thought. Yeah, California. Um, but it's going to be the largest uh, one to date. And but you think about it, not even just these battery storage plants, but just normal um, solar generation, um, uh, residential solar generation. If you mm-hmm. have solar pan panels or a solar roof from Tesla, or we talked about like the power walls and the Teslas, mm-hmm. like if those were all integrated through the Tesla app or, or whatever, like you have this, not only do you have a way to capture store, but then you also have a way to distribute. And then we were talking about like the Tesla, the, the power walls were like 13, right. Mm-hmm. 13 kilowatt yeah. hours. But that video that I sent the other day hours. talking about the five biggest things that Tesla's done. They were right. talking about, it kind of touched on this about yeah. being able to connect your car into the right. grid and, and, and sell off your and power. That's what we, were, we were talking about a couple episodes ago is like, cause the cars are, I mean, well, the highest is what a hundred kilowatt hour mm-hmm. battery pack. I mean, that could, that could power your house for a couple of days. Easy. Yeah. Um, if not more. And once that all gets tied together <laughs> now, if they're using something like this, where you can sell your unused power that you've stored, um, and you, you may never have to pay another energy bill. Right. And you know that, I mean, I would, I would love to get into solar, uh, a house two doors up has a, uh, rack ma- uh, array, mm-hmm. uh, that powers their whole house. Is I, it, uh, like on the ground? Yeah. Or? It's a, that's it's what a, I, I want one that I can get to it. I don't yeah. Want it because I, it, you know, we get enough snow that, that, yeah. that you could clean it off. You know, I mean, if it's up on your roof, you're not going to clean it off. So it means no solar production. And, you know, my house faces uh, east-west. So my only option, I mean, I could probably put it on my eastern-facing barn and get a lot. But if I put it in the side yard where all the geothermal is, uh, I would get a full solar uh, uh, south array. That basically, because in my backyard, I get sun from 6 a.m. to almost 5. 
yeah. or six at night. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it would be a great producer for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think interesting things are going to come out of this. I mean, um, it, it's all going to get tied together. I mean, it has to, right. It makes sense, but it says that, um, I don't know what were, did you have any other takeaways from this, Matt, that you wanted to touch on? I mean, it, it's really cool. Cause I mean, it seems like it was a, like a more, it was trying to be an automated system, and they go into the details talking about, I mean, um, it's, distributed global utility. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Distributed means that you have a lot of different pieces that aren't centrally located, but they can be combined to make something, you know, more significant. Which, right. like I said, if you've got People with power power walls, they've got their Teslas, they've got their solar panels, solar roofs. You start tying those all in, especially like somewhere like California when you've got tons of these. And they will probably generate or be able to store more energy than any of the um, utility. Right. Well, think of, think of how many brownouts that, that big cities deal with yeah. that this would eliminate. Yeah. Yeah, because it says the idea is that Tesla would keep deploying more solar and energy storage systems, big and small, at the residential level on a utility scale and manage those distributed systems to act as a giant electric utility. So thinking about like when we were talking about a couple episodes, the the Tesla monthly subscription yeah. where you could get like your your solar, your power walls, mm -hmm. your, your your vehicles, whatever for like a month. But what if this played into it to where now you you can tap into this and you can sell your unused – Especially if there is a power outage and you've right. got that capacity, there's a there could be a premium demand for yeah. that, right? Or like when you yeah. said the, when when there's brownouts, so right. it could get interesting. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I think down further in this article, it showed like a snippet of the. Uh, yeah, I got, I got that picture. In yeah, here. So that, it says that was that was pretty interesting to look at. I wish they would have went a little bit more in detail about it. Yeah, or actually gave you like a a, a link to to like demo it. You know. Well, I think it's right now. From what I gather, it's just for the utilities to use that have this stuff. So they probably don't want like all the details being leaked because right. for whatever it might be proprietary reasons. But it says they're developing the software to control these energy assets. Yeah. And now that now we've learned of a new one, which is called the Autobitter, which is what this is talking about. And I guess it's. They said it's been in use for years, so maybe over there in Australia. Well, well remember they set up all that that uh, giant uh, battery farm to power most of Australia. Yeah, it's and the it, Hornsdale. It was the yeah, Hornsdale. the Horn, yeah, the Hornsdale powers are. That's there, the one in Australia. In Australia, because that was the one that was help. It was it was made to help um, offset like the peak demand and right. stuff, right? So well, they didn't could, didn't they didn't they set up something? What was the hurricane that came through that wiped out? Um, was it Puerto Rico? Yeah, or? Puerto Rico. Didn't didn't was it, Tesla? Not, not, was it Irene? That was an Irene. Was it the last one? I, I am not sure. Yeah, but didn't Tesla set up like something to? Apparently, yeah, they yeah, did. They, they set up some, like basically the the same thing they did in Australia, versions. and then got power back online like almost immediately for them. Yeah, because they said that this the auto bidder software is currently being used in Australia to manage the Hornsdale Power Reserve. And then Which is also known as the Tesla Big Battery. Right. But then um, they're talking about they're going to have a bigger one in, what, California somewhere? Right. Mm -hmm. So and the, I think an important thing an important thing is that the uh, as far as the uh, Hornsdale goes, it says that um, it's helping them through market mm -hmm. bidding to be competitive and drive down the energy prices because the, I guess 
energy as a commodity. Yeah. And if you're selling and buying the energy as a commodity as the prices fluctuate, this helps even it out, but it also helps, I guess it gives you a chance to make money off of it. And if it's just a person sitting there doing this manually, you're never going to be as an efficient, as right. efficient as software and artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and machine learning. And, you know, I, I read another article today. I mean, I, I'm sure it has some relation to this, depending on where they have, if this is a, if this software is hosted by Tesla in their data center or whatever, um, I don't, I don't know if they, or if they let customers run this in their own infrastructure, but Tesla has like a big AI farm of computers. Yeah. Um, this is probably the, things like this is probably what it's doing. I'm sure it has their, all their Tesla and SpaceX stuff in there too. But, uh, but it says they're not only deploying the power packs for them, but they're also providing them with this auto bidder software to help them manage this bidding and, and, you know, the, the buying and selling of the energy. Um, see, see, that's the whole bad thing about all this is you can have solar farms and produce tons of energy, but, but you, if you can't store it, yeah, it's, it's wasted. wasted. I mean, you know, your, your house can only use so much a day. Think about it. When, when you go to work, I go to work, I, I, I have to be at work by seven in the morning. So. What was that? To me, you my water. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, I heard it too though. That was strange. Yeah. So I go to work at seven in the morning. I don't get home till usually about four. So my house is just unoccupied, you know, and I have a pretty much a smart home, so everything just goes back to it it uses minimal power while I'm not home. But when I'm home and especially in the winter months, it's dark by five when you get home. So you're not producing any power, so you're using peak power. And unless you have solar with battery backup, you're just wasting all that solar power. Yeah. I mean, you're selling it back to the to the energy company, be it Duke or Butler or whoever you have. They can't store it. But they can't store it. So you're you're getting it on off peak hours, so you're not making the money back that that you would if you were selling it at peak hours. So until they until they can get like the better uh, battery technology, and that's what's going to be interesting is when yeah. they have the battery, the, 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 the battery day coming up for Tesla to see what kind of stuff they're going to reveal. Because you know last year they acquired Maxwell Technologies, and they've been leaking a little bit here and there about dry cell, and then maybe uh, going to a twenty one seventy platform, and that TikTok or, I said twenty one seventy already used in the three and the Y. Or was it the TikTok you sent of the the crustaceans that had all the that they were properties of a battery yeah, that had all it. the properties of the battery that was easier to gr- yeah, gather that was crazy. and yeah because it had the cobalt in it that was the cobalt is the main main yeah. thing that is the hardest to mine and that's what well, drives your battery prices. It's up. also one of the things to where it's hard to economize or hard to source it without using child labor and things right. like, like, like they do the best they can, but it's, it's still, it's difficult. Right. right. So, yeah. So here's a picture of what the, you kind of, I mean, it doesn't have a whole lot of detail, but I mean, you can definitely, I mean, it's kind of, well, I mean, it kind of looks like my, my fault, but like a dashboard to it, like a smart home or like something. Like my right? Ecobee. Yeah. Uh, my home IQ that I have, it, it kind of looks a uh, representation of that. But it says, I mean, so this is from Tesla. It says that, the auto bidder has hundreds of megawatt hours of assets under management and have supplied gigawatt hours of grid services globally 
It operates at every scale from aggregations of behind-the-meter residential systems to 100-megawatt utility-scale installations. So that would probably be something like in Australia. Right. Um, with seamless integration between hardware and software, AutoBidder can be trusted to capture revenues immediately after project energization and 24-7 in dynamic environments. And it said it can be used. It doesn't have to be just their their battery. Right. It could be it anything. It could be any auto. It could be any energy type, right? And it yeah, says like, that... Um, like I follow a guy that builds his own power walls, you know, yeah. on, on YouTube. Yeah, and, I remember you showing me that. And mm. all he does is he... Well, I think he starts buying... All the stuff from the the eighteen six fifty cells from China now, but yeah. he used to just break down and buy uh, pallets of laptop batteries, and then he'd go through and test every cell, then charge every cell, and then build into his pack. And yep. you know, it's it's mind blowing what some people that aren't in the industry can do. Mm-hmm. And if everybody could get on the same platform, we could <laughs> we could we could do away with. I mean, and. I feel bad for the people that are in the coal industry or the the nuclear power plants or stuff, but we have this great renewable energy that comes out every day that we are just scratching the surface on. And I feel that in the next four or five years, we are going to see the development just go from, from ground level all yeah. the way up to like the top of the Empire State Building, you know? Well, depending on what Tesla launches i mean whatever this new battery tech they i mean because I, I think i shared with you guys yesterday because they're saying the cyber truck will be 500 plus mile range the uh new sportster is 600 600, yeah, 600. Plus. but and i think that's not dual. achievable with their current battery tech. right well i've also heard that's it's it's a double stack double stacked that, that one they both probably are then maybe i don't know maybe. but uh yeah so some so it says the um that it's using this software and it's using machine learning expertise to develop or to deliver several features, including price forecasting, load forecasting, generation forecasting, dispatch optimization, and smart bidding. So, yeah. I mean, like, basically, our, this energy, our energy system could be ran by an AI. Right. Completely. But, I mean, this uh, is the missing, uh, this is the missing link. Energy that, storage has gonna, always been the missing link. Are they going to call it Skynet? Tesla net. Tesla net. Um, Just was was it in this article that it was one point two gigawatts or gigawatts? No, somebody posted that on the a, me, a reply on the post that we put. Oh yeah, my was god! That, yeah, it was man. Yeah. One point two gigawatts. That's just and I, it was a different uh, topic. What article was it? I can't remember, but it was this I one. Just, I posted. No, I posted about the new power plant. Oh, that's right. And then Matt posted that. <laughs> yeah, because it's supposed to be upgradable and can provide Up gigawatts to, of power or yes. something. Uh, Arlo keeps ringing the doorbell. Uh, Sorry that for boy. any uh, background noise. Get a list that Arlo wants to be our first guest tonight. So. All right. Tell him he keeps ringing my doorbell. He ain't going to be a guest. Yeah. <laughs> All he'll do is... uh, Just come in here and start pushing buttons. Yeah, yell into the microphone and push buttons. Worse than I do. You ready? You're almost ready. Drink that. You gonna drink that? You yeah. gonna drink that? Yeah. Matt's Come gonna, on. Matt's gonna look. open this other one. Look, 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 Linda, Linda, Linda. It's fine, Liz. We. Look. I don't think it's look. picking up on the audio. Uh, I've I've already drank enough. 
Three waters. It's, All right. It's it's Matt, Monday. Man, me and Matt will drink it. Too. Okay, you guys drink it. This beer's too sweet for me. Too sweet. Have mm-hmm. you had the orange one? I have not had the orange one, so I'm excited about it. Here we go. Here we go. I thought you said. Oh, dude. Man, you are a pitiful <laughs> opener. Shame. He's, he's slamming everything. Shame. Um, let's pour pour this over top of the laptop. Oh, you want some now? I, I want I want a little bit. Jeez. I gotta taste the cocoa nibs. Cocoa nibs. Cocoa nibs. <laughs> Liz said you're not allowed to drink that. Oh. She said she has to deal with the aftermath if you drink that. <laughs> what? Just cocoa With his nibs. crones. My crones. It'll flare. Because of cocoa nibs? No. Just, or the orange. It's or just, just beer. Cra- it's just craft beer, man. It just absolutely yeah. tears me up. It's just good beer. It is, yeah, good beer just tears me up. PBR's not bad, but it, I guess PBR doesn't bother you just because it's a... Water. Water. Well, yes. it's just low... Is it low... Low uh, ABV or low, hop count or... Yeah, maybe something. Maybe it's something to do with the grains. Cheers, fellas. Congrats on a uh, ten, huh? Oh God, the laptop. Ah. It's on a warranty. <laughs> Does it? What happened? Uh, we were cheersing above it. <laughs> <laughs> I could show you the video, but then I would incriminate myself. Yes. <laughs> oh, Geek Squad. Um, next up, we have the um, oh, Tesserati article about the new. So they they keep saying Model Y Gigapress for next level. I mean it. I guess, you know, Giga is, is large, right? Right. But um, I was reading some of the comments on this article, and the, there was, like, people just flaming this guy because Elon has never called it, or Tesla has never called it a Giga Press. Right. In any respect. It's just their wording, right? Which, okay. So, basically, it's, and if because I had a couple of different links for this because the other PDF, that magazine, which has some much better pictures than, than, than the, this article, um, in my opinion, um, they just called it a uh, large scale press. Right. Um, so it's, you know, Giga Press is not a Tesla term. It's not an Elon term. It's just something they were using. But it's the largest but, but press. They, they have that, the Giga Factory. They have, you know, I mean, it just fits it, with it. The, it makes sense. Right. But this, you know, maybe this guy was just, you know, he was butthurt about something. Who knows? But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but the gist of it is that. You know, they've been producing the Model Y, what, a year now yes. at least? Um, so they developed a whole new line. Is it the Fremont plant? And I, well, I, maybe the but it's going to be in China. Right. And I think they said. Yeah, they're the first independent company to be able to produce at something at this, this large of this a press. Large of a and print, I think right. the China line, and was it um, one of the other European lines yes. or was it Australia or something? multiple factories are going to have this press and it's going to allow them to basically produce the entire rear section, rear section, which if you look at this, the rear section is basically from the firewall of the, from the engine compartment back, which that's, that's to me, that's not a rear, rear section. That's a mostly the whole car section. Well, they were talking about in this article that there were 70 individual pieces that they had to bolt together before this, before this, so it Can is. You imagine going, the time savings. Yeah, I mean, well, they they said what it was going to save them like twenty percent of the cost. Yeah, and and then that cost, you know, 
can probably be transferred onto the consumer later on down the yeah. road. When as they learn from this and they develop it and they refine the other manufacturing lines or new vehicle lines, whether that be the Roadster, whether that be the the, well, the truck, the Cybertruck, or whatever the new, maybe the smaller form yeah, factor one will eco. be. Imagine if they get to the point where they can press the whole body in one right. press. I, I mean, mean, you're basically just stamping out the entire car frame. Right. Because this is, less, I mean, it's just the frame. It's right. just not the body panels or anything like that. But it's still pretty, uh, a pretty big leap. Like, no one else has ever done this before. Right. I mean, when you when you stamp out the frame, you stamp out the frame, and then the all the extra body parts get bolted to it, and yeah. your or your your cabin of your car. So basically, this is all in one, you know, from the the firewall back. So, in my opinion, you don't have to have a guy on Monday or Friday that's bolting stuff together. That's like, oh crap, it's Monday. You know, I'm still hungover from. Sunday fun day or Friday. <laughs> I can't wait to go home and start drinking because this, you know, I've been at work for 12 hours or whatever. You know what I mean? And and I think it'll take some of the not, not, stop it. But it's your son running in and out of the front door. But, but, you know, some people are lazy. You know, they come in, they do their job. Yeah, but it's it's Monday or it's Friday, and you you got other things on your mind. Dude, Liz is punking you, man. Oh, I don't care. He puked the last time he drank a craft beer. I you did. drank you drank a craft beer Saturday. You, did you did you get yeah. sick? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You're cut off. I know. Um. <laughs> so it says it says the Tesla Model Y casting machine, commonly referred to as GigaPress, but apparently the only one who commonly refers to that is. <laughs> Them. This guy, yeah. Because Elon or Tesla apparently has never said that. I don't know. I've not verified that. I've not went out and looked at every tweet for the last six months or whatever. But uh, it, So it's it's installed in the Fremont production facility. We'll bring a new age of efficiency and quality to electric automakers. First crossover SUV. Look at how much that press weighs. Yeah. So it's – this is from Elon. So this was August 13th. Will be amazing to see in operation. Biggest casting machine ever made. Will make rear body so in a single piece, including crash rails. So, just to put this in perspective, I used to wire up presses. Uh, did some with Norwood tool and whatnot. The the biggest one we ever did, they actually came in and dug thirty foot deep inside this building, poured it full of concrete just to fit this, just so this press could be in there. And I think it was like a 400-ton press. And when it hit, it vibrated the whole <laughs> building. And it had 30 foot of concrete underneath of it. Jeez. I mean, you could, when this press went, it you felt it. So I cannot even imagine what this thing can do. Yeah, so like you said, it says compared to a small house, 64 feet long, 17 feet tall, weighing in a 410 ton. Do presses typically go this way, though? I no. guess they can go both. Though, yeah, they can go both, but mostly right. they use gravity because, yeah. you know, science. Science. <laughs> it's like this. So they got this uh, this picture from the IDRA dubbed the Giga Press. So maybe that's where the nomenclature came from because they're dubbing that and Tesla hasn't officially done it, but maybe they will. I don't know. But it's it's funny. It's like 
They got Trump standing there with his hands. Yeah, I thought I thought it was doesn't Trump. That look like Trump? Yeah. How is that Trump? Just because he's just, got blonde hair? I'm just aggravated. Come on, man. But doesn't it kind of look like it? It looks like Trump. Let, let's not bring why politics. Why do they got to put a... Don't, gotta, bring, don't bring politics uh, into our podcast. It, it, that's what it looked like to me. It's just It a just rendering. looks like a generic dummy at a, conven- <laughs> at a, at a freaking... He, he said it, not Don't me. talk about our president. No, anyway. no, I'm talking about just a dummy at a freaking. Oh, you mean like a like test a manica? Yeah, oh, a manica. Manica. Gotcha, yes, there gotcha. we go. Okay, okay, with blonde hair. With blonde hair. <laughs> anyway, it says it's the, pro- it's the rear from like yeah, uh, the rear portion of the vehicle will be cast in single piece. Dude, this is not the rear portion of the vehicle. This is like the majority, like three quarters of the vehicle, right? Um, which was a noticeable distinction compared to the Model Three. So the Model. Seventy individual oh, parts okay. in the rear portion of the vehicle. Didn't they do the teardown of the Y? I mean, I don't know if they yeah, we ever that got one, a, we, that one guy did. Here it is. Early production versions of the Model Y had evidently shown significant improvements in the number of auto parts that made up the rear section. So they did decrease that, but still, this is right. this is one right a single piece. And it's yeah, all so aluminum, aren't they? Using just all yeah. Aluminum? So yeah. the teardown expert Sandy Monroe noticed the improvements during his breakdown of the Model Y, but I don't really think he ever gave us a, like a a number of parts, did he? Because no. it says even though the Model Y was highly optimized during early production, they've still focused on improving the efficiency in the manufacturing process. And this is evidence that the casting machine could save Tesla 20% on labor cost. That's amazing. Um, that's, that is 20% on anything for right. a car is right. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And think about once the batteries come out, yep. whatever they're going to do then, and that that's – that's the whole bad thing about electric vehicles is the battery. That's that's what's making them cost so much. Yeah, because what did they say the battery was? Well, what was it? Um, they needed it to be under what price for uh, 100 kilowatt uh, hours? I thought, I thought it was less than a dollar, wasn't it? Per kilowatt hour? Yes. That's when they say that like the, it'll make a difference right. in the price. Because right now it's still like what a dollar twenty dollar thirty or something. I think so. Yeah, it's still pretty high. Because they said the new the, the new like tech could reduce it under three $1. something, and then it dropped down to like two fifty. Right. So. And it says that um, they uh, so Tesla said they have the they we have the capacity installed to exceed five hundred thousand vehicle deliveries this year, despite recent production interruptions. While achieving this goal has become more difficult. Delivering half a million vehicles in 2020 still remains our target. So they've only delivered 179,387 vehicles through the first two quarters. So they're already behind, but they still think they're going to – so that's what, another 321,783 or 683 or whatever? Yeah. That's a lot of cars still. Yeah, but think of the waiting list that they're already sitting on, you know? Yeah, so this is the this is the picture I was talking about. So yeah, there look was at a, the size of that thing. <laughs> there was a link in that article out to this. Um, P, there was it's a PDF of the magazine, um, and it's from uh, next nextbook.com, the website. But the magazine is automotive engineering, and this was the June 2020 um, publication. I mean, look at that guy just standing there next to it. Yeah, so e- this gives you a, well not only the height but they said 17 feet high, but what was it? 64, 67 Six, feet long. Right. Yeah, so you, they can't even get it in the frame. So are they they extruding I don't know. the aluminum into this press? See, that was another thing somebody was talking about in the comments of that article is that 
like what does it take to dial in the temperature? Like right, the, you're pouring in the material, but you're stamping it. Is it heated? Like, I don't know. I mean, think about it. Like your 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 three D printer. I mean, your bed's heated, mm-hmm. so that that you can that get helps. that that stick. Yeah. So is is all those? Does it have coolant lines running through the press that keeps yeah, it at I, a certain I, temperature? That I did, way they I did can, not see that stated. Um, it's because it said that apart from the a few applications, most notably Ford's F series. Aluminum largely is deployed where steel can be readily displaced by performance loss or for compared to small components rather than, you know, this big of a piece. I mean, that thing's that, 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 that is a, uh, engineering feat right there. Yeah. Yeah. So area of the model wise body structure that soon will be encompassed by a single cast component. So everything, so the, the not in orange part is something else. I think that's a different piece, right? Um, or is that the same? It says area of the model Y body structure that soon will be encompassed by a single cast. I guess there's a. Yeah, that's a cast piece of aluminum. Oh, so wait a minute. So is it just that that piece that's in orange that we're talking about here? I don't, why, are, why are they showing all that other stuff? I mean, still, if that was 50 pieces before and now it's yeah, one. 50 or 70 or whatever. Well, but yeah. I thought it was a Because if you look at that, that Tesla, the, if you look at the Teslarati article, it made it seem like it was way Bigger, bigger like than it, that, yeah. So maybe that was a misrepresentation. I apologize if it apologize if it is. So if this is the actual piece that's being cast, which is just that orange part, right? That's not what I thought it was. But I guess if that was fifty pieces before, I guess it's still significant. But still, right? This is one side of the current. Okay, so one side of the current model wise two piece rear underbody aluminum casting. Yeah, so that's that's a little confusing. I don't but know, but that machine is way too big for that small, just for that small yeah, piece. Unless it's making more than one at a time, but I don't know. What we'll what we'll to wait for some more uh, tech? I mean, yeah, want to see, want to see because yeah, why would they need to, unless they're doing more than one at a time? That would be ridiculous. Because um, if you look here, that looks like. This is the piece, but right, I don't think maybe it is. it is misleading. Yeah, I think it maybe a little. We'll figure we'll figure it out if we can find some more information. We'll follow up on it, but post some um, clickbait. No, <laughs> I don't think this is anywhere close to, <laughs> to to clickbait. So it's it's still pretty cool. Like, I mean, the thing weighs four hundred ten tons. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't see them putting that much money into something that would only do that tiny little. Piece that holds the well, unless that was like you said, unless, if it was seventy or fifty or whatever, even yeah. if it was twenty, any 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 multiple down to one, right? Well, and if they're saving twenty percent on the 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 time, right? That that's astronomical in in product savings. Also, if if it's shared between the three and the Y, right? Oh, that's another that's, good point too. Right. If, if they Quite can use a few it from, number of cars, or if they can, well, they're probably not going to use that for the Cybertruck because it's a totally different platform. Yeah, or the Roadster, but but it could be the three and the Y, whatever, whatever the new, this new one, and then be. whatever they're going to. Well, they're they're supposed, supposed to, to be, be like a like a. You said it was like a more of a smart car. Like I don't think it, I it, seen a rendering was, of one. I don't know if, you, right. I, if I showed you guys that, but I mean it was just somebody's you know rendering that, yeah. that you know wasn't legitimate. Well, everybody was off on the uh, Cybertruck too, according uh, to the rendering. Yeah. But. All right, so the last article we had for episode 10. Um, So Tesla begins construction of the world's largest battery storage facility 
um, and this was from Forbes. And, you know, I, this was a concept drawing of the Tesla one gigawatt hour Jesus. mega pack facility. And this is the one that's in, if operational, um, I don't know if this is the one from Australia, if this no, is going to be the new one. this is the one that's going to be the new one, right? Yeah, that's between Tesla and PG, PG&E. Mon- Monterey, yeah, California. Monterey. So, yeah, PG&E is um, the power company out there, right? And aren't they the ones that got in all that trouble for um, the forest fires because they weren't maintaining lines and stuff? And they, I guess they they uh, were accused of starting the, the forest fires a couple years ago. Mm. Huh? Yeah, you don't remember that? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I thought they were some, I thought that was that, someone who was camping that, that didn't. No, I think they got in trouble for some. I could be wrong. Um, happens all the time. But uh, I think they got in trouble for some. At least you admit it. I'll admit it. I'll be the first one to admit it if I'm wrong, buddy. Um, but I think they did get into just some trouble for for some some things that weren't maintained, and they may have caused some energy, or their their power lines may have caused some some fires. But um, regardless, but this so that so they just broke ground on this. Um, just have thought. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's it might come later. No. Oh, okay. What about this? <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Speak, speak. I'm just, speak I'm just reading down through the first little paragraph. Okay. How it can maximum rate of 182.5 megawatts for four hours. Mm-hmm. It's is that just completely assuming there's no other power backfeeding these packs? Like it's a complete mm-hmm. blackout of yep. the West Coast. Yes. Yeah. Four hours. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of people, but yeah. it doesn't seem like. Yeah, I, I kind of thought the same thing. It's like, um, you know. Yeah, yeah, but how many but, people but is? But that? Hold on, think of, think about like this. Well, now, now, now wait a minute. It says it can dispatch 730 megawatt hours of energy to the electrical grid at a maximum rate of 82.5 megawatts for up to four hours using 256 of their lithium ion megapacks, um, in which they have the option to upgrade whatever. Up to 1.2 gigawatt hours. There it is. Which could, according to Tesla, power every home in San Francisco for six hours. So if they needed to, without anything else, they could power San Francisco for six hours. Every home. Every. did not say business. Every. It's, oh, every home. Every home. Yeah. Yeah, so. But still, that's that's a lot of homes. I mean, I don't know how many there are. Yeah, you can look that up, but that's. I'd, I'd say it's still pretty significant. I mean, it, and it can be upgraded, but just imagine now if they put in solar panels, like just a well, big array I, to have help yeah, feed that if the grid's think, down. Well, we're going to need more of these throughout the every state to store, especially in the large areas like San Francisco or so, LA or. So total households in San Francisco right now is uh, three hundred twenty nine thousand seven hundred. That's a lot of freaking home. Think about that, that most homes need a 10 KVA mm-hmm. to power their house all day long. Just in general, right? In general, yes. So they can power every home 329,700 for six, six hours. hours. That's a lot of store of energy storage. And, the, and this is just one of hopefully more than... I mean, hopefully they'll build a bunch of these, right? So, right. 
Um, but th- that is mind boggling that it takes that much battery storage. And I don't know what kind of, I don't know if they're still using like 18650s or if this is 2170 or I don't know what these mega packs are made out of, but it's going to, I mean, it'll definitely get better hopefully, but, um, and they'll hopefully have more of these or they'll upgrade this. And what, what was the size of the one in, uh, Australia, I don't remember. It was less How than this How many megawatt hours? Wasn't it like four or something? Because this one right here that they're talking about will be, it says it down in the article that it'll yeah. be bigger than the the one in Australia, but yeah. they were talking about they're making another one that's going to even be bigger, bigger than, this than this one. one. 150 megawatt Orangedale power plant. Oh, okay. And this one is 730 Yeah. Megawatt. Yeah, so it's, it's expected to be online next year. And it will be designed, construction, and maintained by both Tesla and PG&E. Yes. Um, PG&E will re- retain ownership. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the construction of the Moss Landing site and other such mega storage projects around the world portends a massive shift away from hydrocarbon-based power systems towards renewable gener- generation, backup, and utility-scale storage, according to Fong Wang, a senior vice president at PG&E. That's the whole thing. It's like, we, you know, I, in my opinion, the missing piece is storage. You can generate as much as you want from whatever source, right, whether Solar, that's fossil fuels or, or it's, you know, uh, renewable. But until you can store it for when you need it, like you said earlier, you're just wasting it. You're just wasting it. Now, granted, it's not costing you anything if you're wasting it, if it's solar for, for or whatever. Yeah, but, but you're still wasting it. But, I mean, aren't we wasting the sun every day by, yeah, not, and that's, by not collecting that but energy? But that's, that's the problem right now. I mean, because think about it. You know, all these, all these they're, they're making solar panels cheaper and cheaper, but still, like, I can't. I can't mm. go out and afford solar panels. I mean, yeah. the last quote I got for a DIY kit was $24,000. You know, who has that to invest in their house just to produce enough for their house? And then, oh, wait a second. I got to add battery backup. I got to do this. I got to, you know, it's like if I want to be producing power, I want to be able to store it and use it when I need it. Right. So, until until the battery structure gets where we need it to be, it's just it's. I, I don't know. I think soon that the battery tech will catch up with the renewable energy and we'll be able to actually uh, benefit from all the solar production. Or I mean, you know, the 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 roof, the solar roofs, the you know, there was a, a solar blind or, or uh, glass that they were trying to do, like a photovoltaic in between the glass yeah. that would actually produce power. Solar paint. Yeah, solar uh, paint. I've seen that. I mean, it, it, uh, granted, having more ways to capture it is definitely needed. Storage is going to be a big part of that. And like they said, you know, the battery energy storage plays an integral role, enhancing the overall electrical grid efficiency and reliability. Because it's got to integrate with the renewable resources while reducing the reliance on fossil fuel generation. It can serve as an alternative to more expensive traditional wires, wire solutions, um, resulting in lower overall cost for customers. The scale, purpose, and flexibility of the Moss Landing Megapack system will make it a landmark in the development and deployment of utility-scale batteries. So I think storage is the missing piece from the renewable energy perspective. 
and and according to the auto builder software and things like that, maybe it's the missing piece for a regular. Right. I mean, I think even even if you're storing, so if you have a a full 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 a coal powered <laughs> a coal, I was going to say full, I was thinking fossil fuels. Like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a fossil fuel powered uh, plant. And I mean, I'm sure like not all that energy is used. Like right. it has to supply close to what the demand is. I'm sure there's there there they've still yeah, got to have wasting, some overhead, yeah. right? There's still some of that that's that's wasted either through transmission. It's not being used. But even if they had a battery bank right. that was storing, so say they they were producing it, it went straight to the battery bank, and then the battery bank was smartly deploying it. Right. So that there was you're 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 at least storing anything that's unused, right. and it could be used to if if like during the day when the sun's out and everybody's got their AC on, even that would be more efficient. Oh yeah. So I think this can play a role regardless of what the source of the energy is. So we'll, we'll see what it, what comes out of it. And it says that this site, um, if it's upgraded to 1.2 gigawatts. Uh, as anticipated, the uh, will be approximately ten times larger than the Australia Hornsdale Power yes. Station, the previous record holder, and another Tesla project. The largest lithium-ion storage system in the world is United Kingdom's stocking right. Pelham station at fifty megawatts. megawatts. So, in here, it has an article or a little graph of um, the breakdown of the what is this? The top ten or so. Yes. Um, large scale lithium ion storing pro- storage project around the world. So. Yeah. One hundred and fifty megawatts. Yeah, and it's like that's three times larger than the the next one, right? Right. So, Australia, UK, Germany, Japan, Japan, US, US, US. So duration, I guess, is that the duration for powering San Francisco? Uh, I don't. I don't know because it doesn't really even say. Or is that it? just the duration that it for that area? I guess, but. I know, like you look at some of these half hour, four hours, one hour. But I guess if you're having a brownout or just a huge spike, that's right. still like the Australia one. It was made to help balance the spikes. Exactly. And those they said like the the average spike would only last ten or fifteen minutes, so they didn't need six hours of capacity right. or whatever. So it's but just, but can you imagine? I mean, even in a a brownout that you didn't even ever see it, or you know those ninety nine degree days that that your ac's running all day long and right. it does not even bother the uh i mean because our whole in the united states our whole electrical system that how they transmit power is is a dinosaur i mean there's no really smart tech that is helping out this stuff it's just they produce power it goes to a transformer a transformer boosts the power Sends it down the line to another transformer that boosts the power, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. There's no cetera. storage, really. There's no storage. There's no backup. And until and and that that's like what you said. Until we get the battery backups or a way to store this power, you know, be it whatever. I mean, you could get into the the crap. I can't even think of the 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 jars that you can store it in. It's it's like a testing store what electricity jars yes I don't know it's from a movie no (laughs) it is real and store energy well Liz said the PG&E thing she was thinking she said Aaron Brockovich was was that PG&E 
Like the, the spills know. and stuff. Was yeah, that, I, don't know. I don't think that was PG&E. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to look that up. But uh, Yeah, so basically this is going to help with flexibility for spikes, load smoothing, variable generation from renewables, you know, or even traditional fossil fuel um, generating plants. And it says that PG&E predicts that the Tesla Megapack system will save consumers more than $100 million over the 20-year lifespan of the project when compared to the forecasted local capacity requirements, procurement costs necessary, and absence of the facility. So that's pretty significant. And it says the core of the new, new PG&E system is the Tesla battery the Megapack. Each unit with a 3-megawatt-hour capacity and boasts the modular ability to stack up to 1 gigawatt-hours at the site it requires 40% less space, 10 times fewer parts than the current systems on the market. And according to Tesla, this high density modular battery can be installed 10 times faster than current systems. So Tesla hopes for its mega packs to one day replace inefficient peaker plants in the grid, which snap on during periods of high demand at high cost to utilities and customers. So I didn't even know those existed. So maybe those are like deep cycle battery technology or something Probably. like that. So like marine battery yeah, or something. Yeah, peaker plants. Never heard of that before, have you guys? Yeah. So yeah. I guess there is something well, out there, but it's high, super high cost. That so. uh, When we worked for Time Warner uh, on Cincinnati Dayton, that uh, one transmission plant that looked like a house, but it was actually full of uh, gear, it had, oh, a, it had, a, battery, that, it had a battery it? storage in it. From when I was working on the uh, hmm. construction side. Crazy. And this is pretty interesting at the very end mm. of this. It says um, increasing utility investment in renewable power generation and battery storage technologies foreshadows a rough road ahead for gas and coal companies. And it remains an open question how nuclear power would compete. Just this week, oil and gas giant BP, oil and gas giant BP reported a $16.8 billion Quarterly loss, cutting its dividend in half. Jesus. I mean, more people at home, you would think they would be using more energy, but maybe because they're not using as much in offices and such, maybe that's right. that's less. I don't know. In response, the company announced a new green shift, which would see its oil and gas production shrink by 40% over the next decade, and its renewable investments increase tenfold over the same period. The likes of BP and PG&E are responding to the growing societal and market pressures of climate change, including dropping costs for storage and renewable generation. A massive evolution in the power industry is underway before our eyes. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yes, very cool. What were you going to say, Matt? Did you find something? It's the peaker plants. They're small plants that come online during peak usage times at very high costs. So they're just kind of sitting there until needed, and then when they have to ramp up, they but assist the power distribution. Kind of. A, but who owns those? I'm sure the power company probably do. I think they're private. Oh, are they? I wonder what the capacity on one of those things is. That's why they're lower. That's why they're located like all across the grid. You know, mm. they're kind of distributed throughout the U.S. Yeah, never knew that. Yeah, I didn't either. See, that's one nice thing about being in a, a co-op, because I'm in a Butler Rural, which is a co-op, so it's all owned by the people that pay into it. Basically, I wonder if they got a peaker plant. Uh, I, that's what I need to look into because I mean we we have like a smart meter which it does it's not very smart but <laughs> you know they uh, I have a meter on my AC unit which I'll be getting rid of soon because I won't have it anymore but uh, they can control and say okay well this unit's using this much because you're into this program will will 
you know, cut your bill by so much because we can control that unit when it comes on and off. But it being an old 10 sear, which is not very energy efficient, yeah. I mean, it, do, it doesn't benefit them or me in the cost of electricity. Right. So I'm curious, you know, where this battery, if, if we could fix the storage, what will that fix? <laughs> I think it could help. I mean, obviously there has been something. There was a need and the right. speaker plants existed, but they're super expensive. And I mean, we, Duke doesn't have, I mean, we ha- our rate is always the same, right? We don't have a well, you, peak and off peak. You have we? you have peak and off peak. No, we don't. I don't think we you, do. You do, no, but no, they balance it. They just give us an it's average. It's just an average. Right. You have peak rates. Do you have a peak and an off peak, or is your average? Mine is average, average too, okay. yes. So, I mean, we don't see it as much because of that, I think. Yes. Whereas but, if California and some of these other states, like when people charge their Tesla, they charge them at night because they yeah. get an off peak rate or whatever. Right. So I think. Well, it's just like, just think about it like, uh, you when you guys water your grass, yeah, they know it's during the summer months, so Wait, they take out um, so they, much yeah, for they have to sewage. Give us, there's some kind of yeah, they're not right. charging us as much for the sewage in the summer. They have to be because, like you said, our, our bill would be ridiculous. Right, way less than I thought. Yeah, so I mean, you have peak and off peak. It's just you don't see it because it's a, an even billing basically. They take the average of what you use during the day and what you use at night and then average right. that out. Because I think what Duke's sitting at like 0.9 cents uh, a kilowatt. I don't remember. I have to go back. Because I, I had to put it into my cents. Yeah. I, well, I had to put mine in my cents. And mine is 14. And that's the bad thing about being with a co-op. But on the other hand, the co-op's nice because I can borrow money against the co-op to geothermal. install geothermal or do this or do that. Yep. They have a lot of, you know, energy plans like the redo my windows or insulate your attic. My attic is fine. I <laughs> have no, it's it? not fine. No. It is fine because I don't have any insulation in my it's walls. I don't have There's any no insulation. Insula- I don't have any insulation in my walls. It's brick block. It's 18 inches thick. But if your attic was insulated, you wouldn't get a chimney effect to draw the hot air up out of your house. I have a science. Science. I have about 14 inches of insulation. Which is not enough in Ohio. 14. Okay. Yeah, I think they put like 20-something in when they did our our um, foam insulation in okay. our house. I tell you what, I'll rent the machine, and you can just feed it, and I'll just sit up there and just blast it. Uh, we can feed it. We can sit down there and drink beer and feed <laughs> yeah. it. You're the one getting up in the hot <laughs> <Exactly>. attic. <laughs> now, we'll put Arlo up there. <laughs> then I'll have to fix some drywall in the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know. He might not be heavy enough to break the drywall. I wouldn't think so, but I don't know. can you get up, all the way across in the addition? I cannot everything? get. Those I, are two separate. Accesses. I don't know. I haven't been over far enough to see if they cut access into the foyer to go into the the attic. Is this one from the garage and one's from yeah, the other one? One on the addition. The well, the addition is just a flat roof. Oh, that's right. So there's no. I mean, they insulated in between the roof and the the ceiling. But you uh, got the garage, and, and then, then I got the garage. Where's your other access panel at? Uh, well, there was there's one in the uh, bathroom that I need to to seal off, but I put one in the uh, closet, master bedroom closet, in the master bedroom closet when I built that. Cool. All right, fellas, any closing thoughts on episode ten? Thank you for the uh, supporters that we've had. Yeah, made it uh, made it to ten, made baby. It to ten, 
uh, excited for the future. Uh, like I said, you know, we're going to try to get some a uh, little bit more swag out there. That way we can push us on to other people. <laughs> yeah, get some stickers. and uh, We do have merch if you go to our uh, down in the uh, – I don't think we have it. I don't know if we have it li- linked in the, the Facebook thing, but on our YouTube channel, if you go to any of our videos, there's a merch link for uh, – I think it's on our Streamlabs website. Yeah, I think I need to pin, pin a merch link on so, there. So, like, the, the shirts like this, um, you know – Got the one that Matt's wearing. Uh, Elizabeth has hers on. I today. think we got a couple coffee cups out there, but yeah, we need to add some other things and, and, and probably update, put our uh, website address. But you know, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, if you're listening to this after the live broadcast, we appreciate it. Um, whether that be on Facebook, YouTube, or on any of the um, the audio links for the podcast, we appreciate it very much. And if you're looking for more information or to follow us on other social media platforms. Um, please visit dwbshow.com and we will see you in a little less than two weeks uh, where we have a special episode with our first guest, Brian from Pravada Cigar Club, right? Yes, yes. excited right. about that. It should be a good one. Um, we're going to devote the entire show to that. Darren's going to do an unboxing of his monthly subscription and we're going to talk to Brian and ask him some really cool questions. So if you are into cigars and or if you're not and you have questions about yes. cigars, uh, put them on our Facebook page, and we will uh, line those up and, and ask him during episode 11. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Have a good week. Good night. Good night. Good day. Good day. Good afternoon. Good morning. <laughs>